song. Ladies and gentlemen, we are Tonight, we are going to witness the most anticipated match in the history of professional wrestling. And this is Jason is here. Dude, I, I swear to God, I'm not as big an asshole as it sounds like. Troy is here. Hey, I call them like I see them, all right? Taz is here. I mean, Sal is here. And I'm here. Oh, look at it this way. The first thing we've done together as a team. I grab my dick, you grab your dick, you work my arm, I work your arm. Same time, same time. It's like jerking off together, but not gay. We're not touching dicks. Each other's dicks, anyway. I'm touching my own dick. You're working it, and I'm loving it. Well, enough is enough! The Rundown. Hello and welcome. Titties! The Rundown Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a theme song! Tit song! My name is Adam, I'm your host. Or, 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 in honor of the season, <laughs> War Games! Yeah. Tit Games? True. You're going to kill your voice right out the gate. Jesus Christ. I've been yelling at kids all week, so. <laughs> you heard Welcome it here, back, folks. Jason. Jason screams at kids. I'm a coach. What do you expect? How's sports? Uh, well, finally, after a long, long, long time, baseball is done until the spring, other than off-season training stuff. But, yeah, done for the spring, done for the summer, done for the fall. Finally, on to winter sports and just basketball. But uh, we went to. Oh, that was a nice poem. There you go. Uh, The reason I wasn't on last week, we went to uh, Lasorda Legacy Park in Long Island for an end of tribute to the troops, end of the year tournament with uh, his fall AAU team. Um, We ended up going 1 1 1. Um, There was a lot of stuff about the trip to forget. Uh, At the end of the day, Jackson really enjoyed hanging out with kids and getting to do the hotel and, you know, get tighter with some of his teammates and all that stuff. So worthwhile trip in that regard, um, in retrospect. Wasn't my favorite trip we've done for baseball. But, you know, it is what it is. Kid had fun. That's all that matters. Nice. Nice. And then started basketball practice, like, literally the day after we got back. So Of course. You know. (laughs) There's never any rest. As you pull in the driveway, he just grabs his, his basketball stuff and gets back in the car. <laughs> Pretty much. And then uh, his, his AAU basketball team from the fall had an end-of-season scrimmage the other night with a team from Connecticut. Uh, they ended up playing four quarters, but they reset the clock after every quarter. So his team won three out of the four. He had 20 points. So it was a good day. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So what's been up since last week? Uh, not much. Um, I am in the market of getting a new TV. Uh, not the main living room. that I got that a couple years ago, and that's a great TV. But I need a TV for my bedroom. And it's the I one I like have. In my, in my headspace, you have the TV equivalent of a C-Max. So still nope. just like a no. giant tube TV. No, 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 no. 
It's one um, of those ba- it's one of those big uh, old school widescreen TVs that weighs right. 800 pounds. There you go. You know I'm lazy. Come on now. <laughs> or one of those giant projector TVs. Yes, exactly. It weighed almost Dude, nothing. But. When I was a kid, my uncle had one of those, and I thought that was the coolest fucking thing ever. Actually, no, I have I have friends who swear by those TVs still over flat screens just because they're much easier to repair. Oh, yeah. I believe that. So. No, I have a 40-inch Sony have- Bravia that I've had for, like, God, over 15 years, and no, that would be insane. Um, and It's a it, curse. It's it's lasted 15 years, but the picture's starting to go, so I got to get a new one. And Black Friday sales are coming up, so I already got my eye. I got my eye on a couple. But nowadays, Black Friday's a lot. Black Friday sales a lot easier. That phrase was awful. Okay, <laughs> fair. Um, <laughs> uh, nowadays, you just order it online, just pick it up at the store. It's like so much easier. <clears throat> Adam, how's your week been? Refrain from the joke I want to make. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's been all right. Have y'all have y'all seen this new game that's been this game this Suica game that's been going around? No, nope. It is this fruit. It's a it's a fruit matching game that's like also kind of Tetrisy, and it's like it's three bucks on Switch. No, Jason. And uh, it's just a box, and you drop the fruits in the box, and the fruits merge and make bigger fruits, and you're trying to get a watermelon. And it's so simple, but it's so fucking addictive, and I can't stop playing it. There seems to be a and it lot was three of free bucks. apps on Steam that do the exact same thing. <laughs> it ha- it, there's a browser version, too, but the browser version's a lot easier than the Switch version. Ah. Uh, you know what? I have started, and I cannot stop playing Royal Match. The great thing about Royal Match is that there are no ads. Ever. Smooth like animations. <laughs> no Wi-Fi. No Wi-Fi needed. Ever since that episode, Sal and I still text each other screenshots of stupid fucking ads that we get in our games. But he gets all the ones where they, they misspell things, and yeah, they, the put, they put mistakes. words in wrong places, and it's just like... What what VPN are you Why using? Why is nobody man? willing to pay us to do a cameo for some shitty fucking game? <laughs> oh my god, imagine. Gee, I wonder. Hi, I'm that guy from that podcast you've never heard of. You like to play Royal Match? Question mark. <laughs> I mean, you could probably get away with it. Just lie and say you're Ben Affleck. They're not going to check. Last last week I lost my last week I lost my job. Are you now I have an Affleck thing going on there, Sal? Cuz I mean, I'll take it. A little Legends of the Fall kind of deal going, you know. It's better than a Taz thing, I guess. Especially these days. Anyway. <laughs> what were you saying, Adam? Last, week, last month, I lost my job. Now I'm making $4,500 a month. Anyway. Playing Solitaire Cash. Solitary class. All I could think of was Orlando Jordan and fucking office. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to buy. I like to sell you this magazine, which we have referenced so many times on this show because mm. it's a great fucking scene. It is. Uh, that's a good movie. No, shit, no, man. I reckon you'd get your ass kicked saying something like that. Speaking of good movies, anybody seen any lately? 
I'm going to see uh, the Mar- the Marvels tomorrow. Yeah, I'm going to see that at some point. I haven't gotten to it yet. I just have Although to I have might go this weekend. This is actually literally my first weekend in... Like months. Seven months? Oh, right. I don't have anything planned, <laughs> right. so... Jesus, seven months. <laughs> I think so. I do need to cut the grass, because, you know, after seven months. But, uh... It's <laughs> <laughs> not that long. I did the front yard, because it's like, that's the shit people see. The backyard, yeah. meh, dog shit's back there, whatever. Exactly, well... <laughs> the whole backyard looks like a giant Tony Khan booking session. Um, there's just dog shit everywhere. Um, but yeah, no, so I should probably do that at some point this weekend, so. Or, just pay someone to do it. I wouldn't even want to do that at this point. Well, I was gonna say, they'll probably charge you a flat rate and they don't know what they're walking into. Well, I got a fuck ton of leaves now, too, so I'll just run them all through the lawnmower and chop them up and fertilize the grass. There you go. Mm, Your backyard looks like a 70s Playboy centerfold. It's all bush. There you go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Star search. Anyway, anything else, fellers? Or should we just dive in? We got to talk about a PLE. We got some fun uh, TV news to talk about. Got all kinds of stuff this week. Yeah, I think we should dive in. <laughs> yeah, don't all don't, don't all jump at the chance at once. <laughs> I had a story, but I forget what it was, so it'll come to me later, and I'll just fucking interrupt somebody with it. Let's yeah. just uh, let's just all sit here like Sal's internet. <laughs> oh. Says the guy who's like, hey, my internet dropped out four times, but we'll use that recording. Because you cut off my last joke. The dropped out while you were making that joke. <laughs> Go ahead, Adam. It t- turns out it wasn't me, it was you. The whole time. For those who the little it was never me. <laughs> Sal's internet was having a problem when we started, and and said, somehow somehow it was my fault. Right. So I said, "Well, something's going on." And Sal said, "I never have a problem with my internet." Adam started the call. Let me call you back. This was after it took him twenty five minutes to restart his computer. I so told that's you, that's not the way internet <laughs> works. So. But Sal's contention was Adam's got that good New Hampshire internet. That's the problem. <laughs> I mean, to his credit, he bumped it up to 8 megs for a second now. As someone who actually works in IT, the fact that you work in IT is a constant source of consternation to me. But (laughs) Cry about it. I I have, I mean, literally have someone in my company who works in tech support who has some issues that somebody who works in tech support should not have on a regular fucking basis. So Now you're in the private sector though. Yeah. So why'd they hire that person? Boobs? It was boobs, wasn't it? No. <laughs> I mean he I mean he's got a nice set of tits, but you know huh? Well maybe someone's nephew. Nepotism. That's how Tony Khan I runs his company. I wish. That's <laughs> at least that's My true. Tech support experience was for massage chairs. So literally that trying was to explain. so hot until you said chairs. <laughs> literally, but picture picture sitting at a desk on a phone trying to explain to someone how to use the remote control for their massage chair. Need a lot of patience. <sighs> yeah. Did you miss that job? No. 
Does it beat getting See, eaten by a dog? See, what you do is you shove it in her panties, right? And then when you're walking down the street, you hold the remote, and you can just... No. Okay. Wait, you were talking to straight-up customers that purchased the chair? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. No! He was taking the specs from the customers and giving them to the engineers. <laughs> I'm what a people part of this person. do you not understand? <laughs> um, I can just imagine some of the calls you got. <laughs> Uh, that does it for this week's Office Space Cast. Join us next week. Where are we starting, fellas? You're the host. Start us someplace. Yeah. Well, let's go over Let, Let's start with some news items, because there's some stuff here we won't talk about in the flow of the show. Uh, um, news. Primarily, I am talking about the National Wrestling Alliance and one William H. Corrigan completely imploding his own company. So, for those who it's don't time know, to play. How dumb is Billy Corgan? Oh, we haven't played so, that game in a long time. <laughs> so, for those who do not know, it, most of you probably don't, but stay tuned to the Rundown Network because Sal will be reviewing this show very soon. <laughs> now anyway, I have to. Now I have to, just for the scene. And <laughs> I watched the scene. It was... Um, anyway... So, NWA ran their Samhain pay-per-view uh, this past Sa- weekend. Sam. Was it? Sam. Was it? Is that how you pronounce it? Yes. Oh. It's Fuck Celtic, those. I think. What? It's one of those where all the consonants blend together. It's pronounced Samhain. Anyways. Thanks for derailing the show, Adam. <laughs> that just broke my brain for some reason. Anyway, um, during... Whatever the fuck pay-per-view that NWA put on the past weekend. Um, Billy Corgan decided that, for completely no reason, in between matches, completely irrelevant to any storylines or anything going on, they would go to, while the announcers were selling the next match, they would cut to a shot of Father James Mitchell at a table with a bunch of the people he manages. Um which is fine until you get to the part where they start snorting cocaine from a big pile of cocaine on the table in front of them. Now, was this a Tony Khan joke? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Is Father James Mitchell doing a Scarface gimmick? <laughs> Wait, so do you think... That, that will be the next thing going on in the Bukaki balcony with uh, Tony D'Angelo and Stax. So, yeah, I'm surprised we haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> I know you were very upset they were eating pasta out there, Adam. Um, so anyway, so they're snorting coke, <laughs> as you really would have to be to enjoy an NWA pay-per-view. But um, <laughs> in any event, apparently Corgan thought this would be funny and nobody would really even notice. Way to sell your own pay-per-view. Nobody's even going to notice because nobody watches this shit. Uh, But apparently several people, quote-unquote, flooded the lines and the offices of the CW, which is the network that Corrigan recently announced that they were planning to move their show to. Mm -hmm. We actually broke that on last week's show, and we talked about, wow, the CW still exists? Mm-hmm. More on that later. Mm-hmm. Needless to say, the CW executives were not entirely happy <laughs> to have their network involved in people doing cocaine on live television. Um, 
even simulated cocaine, as it turns out. Um, and they have decided basically thanks but no thanks to Billy Corgan. Now, the door is closed, apparently, with the CW for a reason we'll get to in, in just a few minutes. But what do you guys think of a owner of a company so amazingly crashing and burning his own company over such a stupid segment. See, Tony Khan doesn't do his coke on camera, all right? That's why he's still running a fucking television show. Um, This... Here we thought it was going to be TK, and Billy Corgan comes screaming up from behind. Yep. Um, My my title for the story, by the way, is NWA literally blows it. Yeah. (laughs) So, I, I, there's no excuse. I want, I wanted to say, like, I kind of feel bad for Billy Corgan, because I bet you he never thought that would happen, but at the same time, like, God, you're fucking dumb, man. Like, why, 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 if you just signed a fucking new TV deal, why do anything like that? Why have any type of, of serious controversy, like, controversial thing on your television show? And of all That's things, the worst part. he hadn't even signed the deal yet. They were still talking and working out the final details. <sighs> yeah, like so you're in negotiations, and this is what you do with your product. You might as well have had a gun. <laughs> That's the only thing. Oh, that they were doing worked. product. Okay. <sighs> <sighs> it, it is amazing to me that um, he decided to put that on his pay per view, but also it it was. <laughs> Man, CW did not waste time to end that negotiation. <laughs> they didn't even think about it. They were just like, "Excuse me, yeah, we're we're not. Don't call us anymore." <laughs> yeah, there's a couple other things we'll mention with the CW coming up. Um, also, I guess when we talk about flaming your own promotion out, uh, the story broke today, or at least the rumor started circulating today, that uh, the CW at the, at one point was also interested in adding. Ring of Honor programming to their television, which would have given a new broadcast, national broadcast deal to the Ring of Honor brand, which is at this point struggling to find an audience on uh, just their streaming platform. Uh, apparently, Tony Khan said he wasn't going to negotiate anything for Ring of Honor until he had a new TV deal for um, AEW. CW How'd that go? Next- yeah, CW said thanks, but no thanks. So AEW can, will continue to flounder in obscurity, but at least they have the longest reigning and e- e- Ring of Honor television champion of all time to fall back on. So there is more on that later. Um, you knew that Tony was going to do something like that when it came to, to, God forbid, ROH get a TV deal before AEW gets a new one. Like he would never, as smart as it would be for business. He's too much of a mark. He's got to make sure his flagship is the, is the focal point. I mean, at this point, just fucking kill it. It's literally nothing. ROH is nothing anymore. We'll, we'll get to that later. So the CW was interested in ROH, and Tony Khan said no. And the CW was interested... In the NWA, until Billy Corgan fucked that up. I don't know, guys. I don't know what the CW is going to do if they want wrestling. 
Yeah, I know it's it's a tough landscape to find a wrestling product that would be in, that would be interested in the TV home. But yeah. Um, Oh, breaking news. This just in. Uh, NXT has signed a new deal to appear on the CW for five years at 35 to $37 million a year. Wow. Anchorman, Anchorman meme. He's drinking the, the food. Wow, that escalated quickly. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was amazed so, when so the rumor the way, started. No. So, by the way, no... Stax and Tony D will not be doing coke on the Bukaki. <laughs> no. um, I was amazed when the rumor started, but I didn't have too long to be amazed before it became official. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. A uh, little bit of a uh, background on that. So this is double what they were getting from USA, from what I read. And... There's nothing well, on the CW that exceeds their ratings? It's hard to tell because, essentially, NXT was a throw-in with the Raw deal. So True. However they chose to break it down internally as to how much NXT was worth, it's not... It's, it's hard difficult to gauge because it wasn't on that. its own. Got mm-hmm. it. Uh, I think it's great for NXT. We get them on basic cable. They reach... A different audience than they were getting in USA, not necessarily a bigger or smaller, but a different audience. And I think people will easily follow them from USA to, to the oh, yeah. CW. Yeah, uh, that's one thing that WWE's always been very good about is promoting their television moves when they when they have made them. So, and they don't make it difficult. Like you know, yeah. if it, we were on USA, we'll go to Sci-Fi. Like it's fine. <laughs> you have cable, right? <laughs> Rumor has it now FX might be the leader in the house for. Um, Raw. But the other interesting note that came out this week related to WWE television, and we'll get back to the NXT one in a moment, is that uh, there's another place apparently quite interested in bringing in Raw to the fold, um, which would be Warner Brothers Discovery, which, for those of you who do not know, are the owners of TBS and TNT, mm-hmm. which would be brought in as a replacement for AEW. Um, it actually is a natural fit in a way because I know you've probably heard this. The stands have been dying to get streaming wrestling on, <laughs> on Max. Um, but Max would be a legitimate, easy home to move the vault for the WWE Network and their streaming shows too. Um, because obviously, if they're not with NBC Universal, they're probably not going to stay on Peacock. Um, but it makes all the sense in the world if you think about it. But if you're Tony Khan, you should be losing sleep over this. Yeah. I mean, he's probably already losing sleep because of the cocaine. But, <laughs> uh, allegedly. Um, the only thing with that is, and I, I, I don't know the exact details, but with SmackDown signing a deal with USA and Raw having such a tenured... Uh, relationship with USA, would it really be that shocking if they just re-upped with USA? And then they get to stay on Peacock, because NBC Universal owns USA, and you know what I mean? Like, it, I think everybody's like assuming they're going to leave USA. I don't know if that's a guarantee. Uh, well, I think with USA picking up SmackDown, I don't know that they're going to fit to 
multi-hour wrestling shows. I guess they currently do, right? So I guess maybe not an issue. But I don't know. I, I sort of it sort of feels like going to SmackDown was their way of saying, okay, here's our here's our wrestling stuff. You know, maybe. That was two hours. Uh, just moved from Tuesday to Friday. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it'll like you said, they've been on USA for so long, uh, except for that tenure on TNN. But we don't shh, shh, we don't talk about that. Spike TV. No, it was TNN when they. It was TNN it was first. TV too. Eventually, it became, TNN became Spike TV. Yes. Yeah. Um, but then back to USA. For for that was it Raw Homecoming is that what it's called? Yeah, we're back, oh, bitches. Uh, it'll be it'll it'll take wild card, bitches. <laughs> it'll 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 take some getting used to to not tune to USA on Monday nights, but uh, we'll figure it out. We're smart well, people. If I have to so go we've, one we've channel not- up to TNT, I'll be fine with it. <laughs> so we've now covered two promoters essentially shooting themselves in the foot. Now, the other interesting thing as it relates to these AEW TV rights that we just mentioned uh, is that Brandon Thurston, who's a known, been known to skew towards the AEW stand side of the aisle from time to time. Uh, in fact, some suggest he uh, collects a paycheck from Tony Khan. That's just rumor and innuendo. Um, but... The story he put out today, or the, not today, but the, the story he put out the other day is that AEW is officially running in a deficit. They are not turning a profit, and he said this essentially... Is my, this is my shocked face. Yeah. He said that essentially in order to turn any profit, they would have to pull in a $200 million a year television deal. They're currently getting about... 50 million, I think, from TNT. So they would have to quadruple their existing deal just to turn a small profit. Mm-hmm. But they signed more guys today and girls, so there's that. Jeez. Now they're operating on the now they're operating on the one in one out theory. Are you trying to insinuate that AEW might be in trouble financially? <laughs> I think I've been insinuating this for several years now. Yeah, I know. sure. Yeah, um, but <clears throat> I, I've seen a lot of stubborn business people stick with failed ventures. Is there a chance AEW folds if they don't get? No, I think if anything, t- no, I think if anything, they'll run in the impact mold where they'll just stubbornly hang around and. Maybe. Maybe move around from owners and investors over and over and over again. Go well, the, the, smaller and smaller. And they have an issue with investors because Tony Khan is the, the investor. Like he's, I don't think anybody's right. giving money to him. You know what I mean? He he would well, get other investors. Sha- that's what I'm saying. Shao Khan is the investor. Billy Corgan is always looking for something. You know. Mm-hmm. He hasn't run out of money yet. <laughs> and they have similar interests apparently. Yeah. So. <laughs> Then again, Maybe. Billy Corgan only spent like 50 bucks to buy the NWA, so. Fair point. Impact Wrestling. No, I'm sorry. See? See, I told you last week that was going to happen. TNA, as it no, is now no, called no, again. No, 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 not yet. No, no, no. Not until Impact. Oh. I saw it was right the first time. Impact what, Wrestling is whatever looking better and better. Impact and they're still really on TV. They're still on TV, yeah. right? Their their product has actually been pretty good lately. 
I used to have it on the DVR, but I just... Then I got rid of it, and I forgot to put it back. So... So I've tried DVR hell. My cable company sent me all new cable boxes, so I had to like go through and try to re-add everything I had scheduled to record. So. <sighs> and of course, with the, the writer's strike and everything, nothing is actually currently on. <laughs> look, at the, look at the schedule and go, oh yeah, that, that, that. No, yep. can't do that because shit's not on. So, mm-hmm. Although SAG After Strike ended today, so bye-bye John Cena. Well, I think we knew that on Saturday, but but nevertheless... Speaking right, of, so, well, let's so, real quick. Um, when we talk about TV deals, and, and Raw is the only one, you know, obviously besides Dynamite, but Raw hasn't signed a new deal yet. Nick Khan made a comment a few months ago saying that he's not opposed to moving Raw to a different night, and we had talked, we had joked about the idea of Raw going to Wednesdays. Um, they want competition. Powerhouse Hobbs told me this week that they are competition. <laughs> I know it would take some getting used to, but really not that much. What is the possibility of Raw being on a different night of the week? I mean, wasn't Raw on Tuesdays at one point? Uh, no. Nope. As a special thing, not as a regular. No, they had, that was Thursday, Raw Thursday. That, that no, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was that too. But I think there was a, there was a couple weeks here and there where it was on Tuesdays. Maybe. Back in the TNN slash Spike TV era. Imagine if they did way better ratings because they're not going against Monday Night Football anymore. <laughs> well, also, there's no definitive answer as to when NXT is going to air on the CW. They said they're leaning their initial preferences to keep it on Tuesdays, but that they haven't had made that decision yet. So, who knows? Friday night NXT. <laughs> eh, why not? Um, somebody who did make a decision is the Bunny because apparently the Bunny and AEW have mutually agreed to part ways. We talked about the financial situation of AEW. It does seem a little bit weird that as they bring in a new female talent, they axe an old female talent. Hmm. Can't wait! For, can't wait for the Tony Khan tweet about how she sucked in the ring. I'm pretty sure you've tweeted that. <laughs> was um, that me? Was that me or time traveling me? I'm actually a fan of Allie. I think she she did nice work in Impact. I'm actually thinking that's probably where she ends up going back to and resurrecting that character. Uh, and I thought she did nice work with Rosemary and over there, and I'm hoping that they put them back together and she can actually wrestle here and there and get some ring time. And I know you are been hard on her in ring performance. I watched her in TNA, so she was pretty good there. But the thing of it is, is that when you go to a place that doesn't have, I know they joke, they love to joke about, oh, we don't need a performance center. When you go to a place that doesn't do house shows, doesn't have a training facility, and you're not booked on 90% of the shows, it's hard to stay good. It's aren't they allowed to... Not that I'm defending them, but aren't they allowed to work independent, though? Yeah, but you don't face the same level of competition. You're facing mm, local okay. talents. Is LeBron James going to get better by going to his, the local playground and playing a bunch of 14-year-olds? No. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but the only thing that I... It sucks. Here's the thing. Amazingly, despite some of the recent releases by the WWE, Allie becomes the most obvious released person of 2023. They haven't used her in fucking years. Mutually parted ways, Sal. 
Oh no! I, I Tony, okay, okay, Tony fine. doesn't want to stigma saying he released someone. But I mean, I could. I'm pretty sure that girl also knew that they weren't going to be renewing my contract and not even going to make me an offer because they don't even know I exist anymore. They mutually agreed. I.e., they said, "Get your shit, or we will fucking kill you." And she said, "I don't want to die." Okay. They, they said, "Do you want your shit in a trash bag, or should we just throw it in the dumpster?" Um. How, did you see the Mickey James quote from this week? No. What did no. she say? Oh my God. She said, "Well, no, actually, she was doing a podcast with Nick Al- Nick Aldis, I believe, mm. and she said something to the extent." Oh, do they know each other? If <laughs> you want to be a pro wrestler, the WWE is the the place you have to be. It's the biggest place in the world. It's the best place, best company in professional wrestling. So of course, the stands lost their fucking mind, and now they're all taking shots at Mickey. I'm like, yes, yes, because you, uh, Tiny Wiener Jim 457, <laughs> have certainly a much better opinion on this than a woman who's worked in the company, left the company to work other places, come back to the company. Yes, her opinion is completely invalidated because you watch, you watch fucking AEW. So. But you know what I don't understand? And, and I'm being dead serious. I totally get... Internet, apparently. I totally get... <laughs> If you don't like the WWE's booking, I totally get if you don't like Vince McMahon, but you're that delusional that you don't understand that WWE is the best wrestling company in the world. There's no comparison. You don't have to like the people there or the people in charge, but they are the most successful wrestling company in the world. Yeah, I I, I think if you're going to take issue with something, the phrase best this is probably what you take issue with, as opposed to biggest, but whatever. Sure, but okay, fine, but they are much clearly the biggest, so... Sure. Uh, and, and nothing she said was, like, scathing. Like, yeah, if, yeah. if you want to be good at wrestling, you should probably get to the WWE. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> anyway. All right. Uh, so one last item before we get underway. Uh, Troy tweeted something... We're not underway yet? Shit. No, well, not with the shows. Uh, Troy texted something in our group chat that came from apparently a quote from Ari Emanuel saying something to the extent of potential damage that being affiliated with Vince McMahon could be causing to the company based on his history and allegations and such. In an interesting turn of events, tonight uh, Vince McMahon, or today Vince McMahon apparently uh, announced that he, or came out that he plans to sell 8.4 million dollars worth of or 8.4 million shares in TKO which of course is the merger company between the UFC and the WWE uh, with a value of over 700 million which is a total of about 25% of his total stock holdings within TKO that sounds like a guy on his way out to me I don't know about you guys uh, definitely yeah. Uh, definitely sounds like a guy on his way out. Don't cry for him, people. He's getting $700 million. <laughs> so For 25% of it. Right. Um, not to mention all the money he's already made in his lifetime. So, sure, he'll be okay. But you want to talk about mutual parting ways. I think this is something that benefits both parties. Can- <laughs> Can you imagine how funny it's going to be when the stands try to tell us how great Vince is and how he's the godfather of wrestling once he buys to AEW up from Tony Khan? Imagine. Oh, that, my God. I would say... To compete I, against 
Triple H. Uh, dude, that would be kind of funny. I won't lie. <laughs> that would be fucking hilarious if Vince McMahon exited the WWE and then turned around and bought AEW. <laughs> Who did you think the devil was? Uh, got a point. <laughs> wow, talk about a swerve. Holy right. shit. That would set the wrestling world on fire. Pulls off the mask, it's Vince McMahon. That swerve would have Prince Nana dancing for like a month. It was me, Maxwell. It was me all along, Maxwell. Hey, saw, Max gets his wish. He works for Vince McMahon. In I just saw a post on Twitter that was like, who do you, right, let's, who do you think would be the worst the worst person to be revealed as, as the devil? And the first answer was Tony Khan. I, I'm like, oh, you're right. I was about to say, <laughs> let's play a game. Who's the devil? Wrong answers only. Sal. That was another post I saw. Uh, the Blade. Okay. Uh, that's kind of lame. Go ahead, Adam. May Young. I think... <laughs> You said wrong answers only. (laughs) Okay, fair. (laughs) Uh, The wrongest answer I could think of. Let me see here. No, I want to think of something funny. Hold on, give me a second. (laughs) All right, we got. Let's we got. Let's see, Jason. We got. This is a great experiment. Let's see how long this takes before Sal comes up with something. No, because now you're just going to trash everything I say. Everybody everybody sing the Spanish flea song. Oh, this would be terrible, Jeff Jarrett. That would be awful. I was going to say Teddy Long. <laughs> no, that would be amazing. <laughs> he takes the mask off and goes, holla, holla. Now you're going to have a triple threat with Wardlow, player. Got. <laughs> or they'll just start the Undertaker era, you know? Brand new, exciting era in AEW. With that, Mark uh, Calloway. <laughs> have that rated R era go. Still chugging along. That is snail's pace. He wasn't on Dynamite this week. He did a promo, I think. Mm, Not on Dynamite. Which was the whole thing where it's like, oh, it's gonna be. I want to go there so I can be a full-time talent. You're doing what you were doing in WWE anyway. You're cutting promos every couple weeks and wrestling on a pay-per-view. Yeah. (laughs) By the way, the the, the stands are having a field day because WrestleTix posted something about a BOGO offer for an upcoming edition of Monday Night Raw. I and that. it's like, yeah, after most of the seats have been sold. <laughs> right, right. After there are over 6,000 seats sold already of 8,000 available. Mm-hmm. As, opposed as opposed to, to please do get uh, those arena. As opposed to begging people, and pretty soon it's going to be get Wembley tickets at 80% off, please. Please. <laughs> well, so let's not forget, they were down about 50% their first year at Arthur Ashe to their second year. So it will be interesting to see what kind of numbers they drew up, draw for Wembley next year. Now, that said, the smart part about the Wembley deal is that the European crowds are typically very hot and rabid for professional wrestling. So when sure. they go over there, they, they do big business, as you saw with Clash of the Castle, um, to a lesser degree what you saw with when they sent Backlash to Puerto Rico. International crowds tend to go crazy for the product because they're not there very often. Sure. So I'm think looking forward to Elimination Chamber in Perth and looking forward to Bash in Berlin. So. Yeah. That's Bash fair, in Berlin but... headlined by Walter versus Cody. Well, I was going to yeah. say, there are a lot of people... Sorry, Gunther! Gunther. There are a lot Poor of people um, in the WWE what I'm hearing that is people pay money to see. There's a lot of them. 
there's not just one draw in the WWE. People may pay money to see Roman. They pay to see Gunther. They pay to see Cody. They don't have. They're losing draws in AEW. They don't have Punk you for this next the Wembley most show. obvious one, Sal. Who? Mommy is always on top. Well, there you go. See, I'm paying to see Rhea, absolutely. But pay to pay to see whatever Rhea's willing to show, <laughs> right? But they don't have Punk for this next Wembley. Adam, what do you think? They may not even have Kenny Omega with the way things are going. <laughs> Or maybe he'll be booked in another 12 We'll talk tag. about Dynamite later. We'll <laughs> talk about Dynamite later. Fair. All right, so that's pretty when much she, all I got for When she loses, the title is, uh, is, is not Vic Joseph. Who the fuck is it? Kevin Patrick? Maybe. Corey Graves. Somebody going to yell, that title is gone, Aurea. Uh, anyway. Oh. Smackdown. Smackdown. Uh, there were goods and goods and bads for a go home show. Not gonna lie, but uh, we opened with it. With I, I will say, I think in general, since Triple H took over creative, the go homes have felt a little bit we're more getting, important. We're getting there, yeah, for sure. Uh, but the opening promo with Roma, Ro, with Romo, Tony Romo was there. Uh, the, <laughs> the opening, don't ask me where I pulled that name from. I don't know. Uh, the opening promo. I know, handball guy. Roman and uh, L.A. Knight. Uh, as we kind of talked about last week as well, really making uh, Knight feel like a legitimate challenger who 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 has a chance, even though he didn't. But uh, I enjoyed the hell out of it. Sal, you said you uh, you enjoyed it. It was great. Um, I was wondering how they were going to follow up the week before when they had the contract signing, and I thought this was right in line with where it should be. Roman interrupted him this time, which I thought was a nice little touch. Um, and LA Knight just, he just felt like, you don't understand this wave I'm on, but I'm going to show you this on Saturday and you ain't ready for it. Now, you know, we'll get to Saturday in a little bit, but the confidence, man, the delivery, everything was there for him. And of course, Roman was great. Mm hmm. My favorite line of the entire thing is uh, L.A. Knight saying to Roman that he's not here to finish something. He's here to start something. Yeah. What a yep. great line. Sure. What a great line. That was good. Um, that was good. Yeah, and Roman, of course, accused him of cosplaying his cousin, but the redneck <laughs> version. Which <laughs> oh, is kind of funny. Um, to your point, they can't decide on a name for that title, though, because it's addressed as three different things just in this promo, I believe. Yeah. So. L.A. Knight called it the WWE Championship. Right. It might get there eventually, but... Yeah. Uh, said, no. Oh, you keep saying this is my first chance. It's the only chance I need, which we all knew was wrong, but good line. Good yeah. line. Like I said, the fucking confidence, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's never lacked for that in promos. So. Right, but you're you're going, you know, face-to-face on... At that at that point, broadcast television on Fox with with the top guy in the industry. So busted yeah. it. Yep, big dog. <laughs> on the other end of the spectrum. Of... <laughs> okay, what you got? I was gonna say. Speaking of that promo, uh, John Cena selling the fact that Solo hit him with the Simone spike the week before. 
So you say that, in. I say he screamed his voice out in commentary. I was like, no, it was because of the thumb. <laughs> sure. Um, the power and, of the thumb. And then roasting Solo in about, like you said, 90 seconds. Perfect. Um, and Solo didn't lose anything of it. Cena's always going to do that to anybody he, he goes in a battle with. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's about 30 seconds to roast the microphone out. That was great. But when he called him a bargain basement Taz, I was like, oh. yes. <laughs> and you would know. <laughs> you would know, yeah. exactly. Yeah. That's right. Um, all right, so I'm going to do something, one of my favorite things to do on the show. Sal. Yes. I'm pretty sure you've already done this one, but let's... Just I wasn't here, so let's have this conversation. Um, how do you feel about the fact that Chelsea Green has become one of the most entertaining things on WWE television week in, week out? I love it. Even though she was dead in the water because she had a Karen gimmick and it was never going to work? I didn't like that when she was first Same on TV. She's, got now. It, she's been playing it very well. And she's not complaining happen. about the manager anymore she she's actually she literally does it every week to fucking adam <laughs> pierce she's complaining about adam pierce she's left the word manager out of her promos most weeks um i will say that her having the tag titles is kind of a nothing because they don't actually do anything with the tag titles they lost this know. week to fucking this was the first time they defended Charlotte the belts and shotzi and they lost no oh yeah okay but they beat um they defended the titles in NXT this week. Yeah, but I'm yes. no, 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 they lost to Charlotte and Shotzi on SmackDown. Who can, mm-hmm. like It's Charlotte. Get ready for her next fucking title reign. It's gonna be a tag team one. But no, it's good to see Chelsea Green. Um doing good things. Again, do you think that she ends up just turning around and losing these belts to Charlotte and Shotzi at Survivor Series? No, no. Right. I, I anticipate they hold these belts for a while. To be honest with you, they're, sh- they're doing great work as champions, and it's great because almost uh, as a byproduct of her presence, um, Piper Niven has become a main factor on the main roster, mm-hmm. which she never was before, despite being there. And I felt a little bit like when Nia Jax came back that Piper might get lost in the shuffle because you know how many of those archetypes of women are they going to push at the same time and because of the tag team title reign also you also still have the story of when Sonya Deville comes back at some point mm-hmm. you know and looks for her ta- her tag team title and how Chelsea handles the fact that she gave away her title to somebody else so Piper, there's a lot of stuff to still to tell with the story they have been writing Piper to be witty and I really enjoy it I wasn't expecting yep. that mm-hmm. um we you, talked about, you guys mentioned it last week, but her dressed as Jim the Anvil Night. Oh, my God. <laughs> and she was stroking funny. her, and then she was playing with the chest hair. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. Um, yeah, I'm glad that she's able to show some more personality. But eh, we'll see. We'll see if they give Charlotte Flair a tag team title reign. It won't be with Shotzi. She'll get AJ Styles to get taken out for, like, the actual partner. So, moving on to something else that I noticed on SmackDown. Was I the only one that got really fucking worried when Elton Prince took that bump through the whiskey barrel table and didn't seem like he was getting up? Because it looked like he took a lot of that on his neck. 
Oh, I, yeah, I, re- I rewound that to, to, to watch it a couple of times just to make sure. Yeah, I did. And, then, yeah. and then he wasn't on camera for a while, and I'm like, oh, fuck, this guy just got back and Ridge did it to him again? Yeah, it was a little concerning. Um, and I think all things considered, it, you know, he was fine, but uh, allegedly. But Pretty it, Deadly is a treasure. We need to have yes. them available. Oh, he's gone. <laughs> for real. Um. Yeah, he looked fine in the post match, but Elton Strong's so much better than Neck Strong. But go ahead. Oh, shots fired. <laughs> so much better. Um. No, I, I love Pretty Deadly. And uh, yeah, let's keep Elton. Let's keep Elton Strong. Let's hope he doesn't get hurt again. <laughs> How long till they come up with Elton Strong style shirts? <laughs> Give it a little bit. They're saving that one. They're not going to release it just yet. <laughs> but yeah, we go from... Really else from SmackDown. Wait, wait, we it, go f- speaking of SmackDown, Jason... Sucks. Good. Um, we haven't gotten your take on Nick Aldis as the GM of SmackDown. How do you feel, buddy? I like it. I like You're it. You were always a big fan of Nick Aldis. I 100%. Think, and in his very short time there, he's doing good work. And I and I I don't know if it's just because he's British, but he has this certain gravitas when he mm-hmm. speaks that just sort of comes across as somebody who should be in charge of the show, who should be the GM of the show. Um, and I can assume that at some point we will see him as a wrestler. Um, this role will segue him into a match at some point, I think. He's not injured. He's not broken down. He's not unable to go. He was just in impact not that long ago having really good matches so i have a feeling this is going to segue to him doing something soon and probably bring back mickey at some point is my guess too he separated roman and cody when they uh when he i think it was his first night on the job and he had this little stare down with cody and i really appreciated it yeah i thought that was a nice little nod exactly um but also, let's not forget, Adam Pearce was a hell of a wrestler in his day, too. So if it ends up with the two of them having a match at some point as the rival executives, I'd be down for that. Return talk, to Scrap Dad. Talk about bragging rights. Had one of the worst nicknames in ever. <laughs> uh, but uh, on, on the flip side of the coin from that uh, opening promo segment, uh, we had a weigh-in. Has, a, has there ever been, beyond Paul White not knowing how to work a scale, has there ever been an entertaining professional wrestling weigh-in? I'm sure there has at some point. <laughs> but it's I definitely d- been decades. I doubt it. I doubt it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, Didn't they used to do weigh-ins on 205 Live before the match you had to meet weight? There, Somebody no, there was well, it was Buddy Murphy. It was Buddy that was Buddy Murphy's gimmick. Yeah, yeah. They had to make sure he was. He sort of made it entertaining. Yeah, I liked it. Adam has no patience for it. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> um, no. Look, all uh, it did was remind you how fucking tiny Rey Mysterio is. It, it okay. So that was pretty glaring, and and of course that's like the first thing well, Logan Paul said. Hide that at this no, point. There's, there's nothing we can do about that. He is who he is, and and it is what it is. So, um, 
At least he's not a complete fucking idiot like Santos Escobar was. (laughs) We'll get there. Yeah. But, no, you know, it it did what it was supposed to do. It's just a hype for Logan Paul and... Yeah. All right, let's get to Crown Jewel. I got some shit to do here. Oh, here we go. Uh, I want to start off by saying that the set was great. Turns out they can build something more than just one giant video wall. Um... I loved the diamond above the ring. That was really mm-hmm. cool. On, on the hard cam side, yeah. yeah that was, was really cool. Opposite the hard cam side. Um, why, why was Byron ring announcing? Probably because their other ring announcers are women, and they just can't do it. Yes. Now, that's an interesting point. What about Mike Rowan? I want to segue this for a second. Is he still stalking Alexa Bliss, or is that over? Might be over. Yeah. I know that you guys, as announcers, you, you you know you don't like giving other announcers credit. I know you always that is have. horseshit. <laughs> but I thought Byron. Was by the way, by the way, hold on, hold on, hold on. I didn't say he wasn't. All I did ask was why he was ring announcing. First off, I've I've heard Adam multiple times talk about his love for Mike Rome on this show and what a great job he does. So. Fuck off. <laughs> Second of all, because it, I don't believe it's been mentioned on this show, a uh, big, big shout out to my, one of my friends, one of my inspirations in the wrestling industry, uh, Rich Palladino got a job working for MLW as a ring announcer. Oh. So finally got himself on a national promotion. Uh, super, super overdue and very, very happy and proud for Rich. Mm. Great job. Great guy. Finally, nice to see somebody pick him up because they should have a long time ago absolutely better than justin roberts just saying <laughs> less and has has been involved in less no sex no as far as yeah. i know yeah. yeah long overdue for rich paladino that's awesome yeah adam didn't mention it probably because he's fucking secretly hates rich but <laughs> That's it. Now just don't put each other over i get it it's fine i mean i do i'm a nicer guy than adam <laughs> That's been established in um, years. But but to I me, love Asian people. Byron felt um, like old school, and I liked his delivery. And I thought he did. A re- I never knew he had the fucking chops. Oh, he did a great job. I thought he did a really nice job. Yeah, I did fine. I did fine. Yeah. It took me a couple matches to figure out who the fuck it was. Right. Right. Same. Um, By the way, Chelsea calling him Brian all the time. <laughs> all right. So on the kickoff. Uh, Sami Zayn took on JD McDonough, and um, you guys, we had a we had a historic moment in this match. We oh, did. I should uh, real quick before we get into the match itself, um, I should point out that because I was traveling, I was not able to get my predictions in, so I did them in my head, and I will tell you who I picked as we go along. So, do we have the predictions? Yes. Okay. Um, yes, we had a we had a historic moment in this match. I picked Sami Zayn. The on this one, but... the the blue thunder bomb that never pins anyone. Pinned someone. Mm-hmm. Yep. First thing I noticed, and I was, I love that. I really did because that move is good enough that it needs to be, it needs to have the threat of being able to finish somebody off. I mean, it was it was immediately after a haluva kick, but still. Yeah, that's fine. But still, I but I, I they used to do that in reverse, and I would be thrilled <clears throat> if they they continued this trend of doing the haluva kick and then finishing off with the blue bo- blue thunderbomb. Did you say blue cock? No, blue thunderbond. Blue waffle? Solid. Don't Google it, folks. <laughs> yeah, and I thought uh, JD Mc 
done a diddle your daughter uh, did a nice job here. Um, I, I, he's really for an undersized guy. He's really done a nice job of, of showcasing his talents against bigger opponents mm-hmm. in the main roster, which was, I think, something even Sal in this show said that he wasn't sure would work, and I think JD's made it work. He has, and I was not sure because sometimes some guys come up from NXT, and and when they match up against the land of the giants, it's it's jarring, and sometimes it There's doesn't no work. There's no real land of the giants anymore, though. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, they have short guys that are bigger than Braun Breaker. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's a weird dynamic. I mean, Kevin Owens isn't a physically huge guy. Rey Mysterio no, weighed in at 175 pounds. <laughs> right. Uh, points to everyone except Ginger on that one. Uh, and thanks to the 11 folks who filled out the prediction poll on the website. 12. I, I did it, too. Hmm. That bit never gets funny. Um, your opening contest, as, in, as announced on the kickoff show, I believe, uh, the World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, Seth, I almost said Seth Myers. Jesus, I'm I'm on fucking point tonight. <laughs> Seth Rollins. I don't think you're in any position to be criticizing my bits, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Successfully. And if you're lucky, I'll show you my bits. Defends against Drew McIntyre. Um, to which I, I, I to which I say again, now what? So I, so right so off the bat, whole debate last uh, on the last episode with the whole Shinsuke thing. I heard you guys go back and forth about this. This is the problem. We've segued to a point in wrestling now where a Roman has a lot to do with this. That people are so used to champions holding the titles for so long that all they want to see now is new champions. And we know we're not going to see him with Roman, so let's just fucking get this title off of Seth. Seth's in the midst of one of the hottest runs of his career in terms of crowd reaction. You know, the merch sales haven't necessarily followed along as much. I do think the song's probably a little more over than Seth himself is, but it's working. For whatever whatever the reason is, it's working in the same way the Yes Chant was more over than Daniel Bryan was back in the day. Um, so it's hot. So you're not going to take the title off the guy that's hot. Shinsuke is good a good worker the heel turn was nice but he's not a, he's not going to carry a company he's just not at that point right now he hasn't been built up to that level at this point um could you put the title on him sure if they put the title on him i imagine it would have been immediately followed by priest cashing in i don't think shinsuke was ever going to have a long run as champion and i don't want shinsuke to have a short run as champion and then hot potato the title all over the place if Seth drops it, same way to Roman, I want him to drop it to someone meaningful. That doesn't mean I want him to hold it for four years, yeah. but when he drops it, I don't want it to be just a throwaway thing to do because we want to do something. I thought this was a far better spot if you were going to drop that title than to Nakamura sure. because McIntyre is obviously a legit hoss, a <clears> badass, <throat> a former champion, a guy that can and has carried that title on, or, and for an extended period of time. But if they're, if they're, if they're not going to put the title on Nakamura, which they didn't, why make a po- such a point of the whole broken back thing? To sell that match. In the same way, they made a huge deal about the metal forearm, the metal plate in Lex Luger's forearm to sell the match with the Yokozuna. And Lex Luger lost. Ah, but 
it seems, and maybe it's because it's Seth. When Seth has a career-ending injury that he uh, wrestles through, like he always does in his career, um, he acts like Cody's not doing the same. Oh, (laughs) please, okay. It's called a trope. I know, I know, but the pro, but, but, but. Dusty Rhodes was injured every other week. Okay, but the thing is, we have all been under the impression, whether it's true or not, that Seth is getting time off, and he is beat up, not necessarily for surgery reasons, but... You said that last week. Where are you getting that impression from? To be honest... uh, From a storyline? No. No, this was going on right after SummerSlam. I heard stuff about he needs from time who? off to heal up. Well, you know from who. I'm not going to fucking mention their names. The same people yet. we shit all over? The same people we shit all over for the being wrong all the time? Sure. Okay, so why are we going to be upset when we find out they're wrong again? I mean, if they are, great. But if they are going to give him time off and okay, he does have to Okay, but you were on this up, show, this very show last week, criticizing the company... Based on that pearl of wisdom that you got from that person that we don't trust enough that we're not going to even name him on the show. So we get that report, and then we get a storyline talking for two or three months, talking about how injured he is, and we all know he wasn't, like, crippled, but... It's almost as if Triple H was a part of the Prove Meltzer Wrong game and is now doing it as head of creative. Hmm. Almost as if he's taking something Meltzer incorrectly reported and working it into a storyline, huh? Okay. Huh. Funny. Even I mean, Triple H should never be that petty, though. Even if Seth's not hurt. I'd say he wasn't hurt. Everybody's hurt. Everybody's banged up. <laughs> sure. I think Sammy said that. Um, actually, no, Seth said that in his promo uh, with McIntyre before the Raw before Crown Jewel. Um where does McIntyre go from here? That's the interesting question. I don't know. Because he showed up I, I, on Raw, I, they asked him a question, he went, Yeah, I get, I get the vibe, this is just that slow burn, monster heel turn that he's been coming on, and this is just another log on that fire. He he's not, hasn't been a full-blown heel yet. I wonder if they're hesitant to pull that trigger, because he's, especially internationally, he's cheered. He's, like, renowned. So Yeah, but Brett was a heel, and he was cheered huge in Canada. You go internationally, they're still going to love Drew, and it doesn't matter. That's true. And Drew's excellent. He'll put over the fact that, you know, they're the smartest fans in the world are over here. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. He'll do that shit. Well, that's a good point. Uh, yeah, I, heard an we'll interesting, I heard an interesting theory. Um, was it Austin? <laughs> It was from Twitter. Uh, how many how many people are typically in a war games match? There's been well. Okay, so we, we had this discussion a few weeks ago on this show. The last time I was on. In the eighties, the there had, used to be five people on each team. Last year's had five. Previous to that, I think they were doing four. Dangerous NXT Alliance versus Sting Squadron had five on five. Right. Last year had five on five. Right. Um, NWO versus the Horsemen, that was 4-on-4. Four four. I know in NXT, when it was was it Keith Lee, Dijak, Ciampa, and Kevin Owens, that was only 4-on-4 four four with the yeah. Undisputed Era. 
So I think it depends on how many the major heel group that's going to be involved in has. Mm-hmm. Last year, was the first War Games at Survivor Series last year was five on five. Right. So if it's a, if it if it is a five on five situation, it's not. Which, by we, the way, because we the, already determined just, that on Raw, but that's okay. Just as a point of point of order here, last year's original War Games was supposed to be four on four, but then when they decided to run with Sammy as a big part of the Bloodline, they changed it. So okay. Originally, Sammy was supposed to be part of the bloodline for about 10 minutes, oh. throw it away, and be done with it. That is true, I did hear that. got over, they changed plans, so they went from 4 to 5. Okay. That's fine. But go ahead, Adam. Anyway, the point the point was that Drew would be the secret uh, fifth member of the... the uh, of the heel team? The Judgment Day side. And somebody would have mm-hmm. to be the secret uh, fifth member of the hero side. But Who do you think is the secret fifth member of the other side? And why is it Kevin Owens? <laughs> I was gonna say Randy Orton, but that's all right. <laughs> that is that is the that is actually the the, the thing that they were that they that's that it. they guessed. <laughs> they make it a five on five mystery men, right? Judgment Day Randy, brings out. Randy, Dr- <laughs> listen, I never said Cody's that like right. I know a guy. Anything can happen. Never. It's in Chicago. I highly doubt that Randy Orton coming off a significant fucking injury is going to be put to back games. into a war yeah. games in his first match back. But, you know, stranger things have happened. Well, especially yeah, if, if he's the AEW, last... If AEW, abso-fucking-lutely. Right. But if Orton was the last person, he doesn't have to be in there for long. You don't have to do much. They had a couple RKOs, and that's about mm-hmm. it. Shit, Ric Flair will be in the next Blood and Guts. You just watch so well, he'd go. My guess is he'd go in as part of Cody's team and RKO Cody. But mm, that would be fun. That's <clears> the money feud right there for Randy when he comes back. So Seth pins Drew, uh, which gives a point to Smathers, God's Juggalo, and Doctor Galashin. Uh, and me. And then uh, Priest comes out. And uh, threatens a cash in, but Sami Zayn steals the briefcase. Yeah, I had no cash. And in. runs off. More on that. More on that on Raw. Freeze kind of looks like a fucking idiot here. Like you're fresh. Seth just went through hell. You get jumped by Sami Zayn, and then he runs away with your briefcase. You know, what was the best? What's the, what's the best cash in that you can remember facially from someone who's being face? cashed in on? Like when they realize that they're being cashed in on. Uh, Edge was good. Edge Did cash in on Edge? Yeah, when uh, Punk Edge. when Punk won his first world title. And Batista beat um, up Edge, and then because yeah. Ed, Edge was taking the belt to SmackDown, and Raw was going to have no champions. And then Batista mm. came out there and fucked Edge up, and I love the punk music. I don't remember any. I, I love the Ronda Rousey one when Liv Morgan cashed in because Ronda's leaning up against the ropes and she's just like, "Oh, fuck!" Oh, Bailey <laughs> was good. Adam, the Bailey one you went to, on. you saw that live, right? When Bailey won her title, when what? She, Bailey cashed in on Charlotte at right, Money that in the was Bank, in Las Vegas, I think. What? I wasn't in Boston. No, Adam. What? Who won the Money in the Bank when you went to it? 
Brock Lesnar. Besides Brock Lesnar. Who won the women's money in the bank? I don't remember. Oh, you fucking asshole. <laughs> that would have probably been the Alexa Bliss here? No, I think it was Bailey. I'm going to look it up. You're so grumpy tonight. You guys keep talking about the pay-per-view. Is it 2021? No, it wasn't 2021. When the fuck was it? It was 2019, I think. Yeah, I was going to say it wouldn't have been 2020. Was it Nikki A.S.H.? No. SmackDown at Hartford, the XL Center. Hartford, okay. In Hartford. Bailey, yeah, Bailey won like, and then cashed in later on, one in 20 seconds. Anyway, the reason I brought this question up is... But I don't remember Charlotte's face when Bailey cashed in. Seth... <laughs> Which was the Seth question that Jason asked. Seth had a very similar to Ronda Rousey thing where the close-up on Seth and the music hits, he's like, oh, fuck. No, oh, I did catch that. That was good. <laughs> By the way, independent wrestling star, Ronda Rousey. Go ahead. <laughs> um, is it starting to look more and more like Priest will lose when he does cash in? Oh, uh, mm. If it does, it's only as part of breaking up the Judgment Day. Sure, and that's a very good possibility. Um, but it just sucks that he won't be world champ, but we'll see. Yet. Right, it won't be world champ with this contract. He could always be world champ you know, later. At some point. <laughs> what he should do What if he is... cashes in on Seth during war games? Yeah, he could. I mean, that was the whole thing we were talking about that a couple weeks ago. But the we cage like, is locked. The cage could be... Yeah, he could lock Seth in there. <laughs> like, what if those but two how's, started? How's in? What if those two started? During the... Ma- how's he going to get the contract in? And bring it in with them? JD, yeah. It's an open top. JD can toss it over. Then it's disqualification. I mean, it goes over the top of the cage. <laughs> anything? Anything goes over the top of the cage? <laughs> I think so. I thought it was just if you escaped from the cage, you were disqualified. I don't know. Well, it's a war, it it's, it's a war game, so the heels will have the advantage anyway. So someone could bring the contract in with them when they go into it. It would be super weird, though, if those two started. Face. He cashed in and won, and then they started what? Like, Started the match. So which match? War games. It just wasn't the same with Adam Pierce. He did a good job, but you're, he you know, tried. Right. It's just not the he same. He really right. tried, but he also <laughs> almost like popped the, a blood vessel in his the, head. The, the build the build up to it was a little much when he's just standing in the ring going, "You want to play games? Yeah. You want to play <laughs> games? <laughs> you want to uh, play Eagle games?" Did the same thing for one of them. Rico yeah, but that was a, a he was breaking up a brawl in the middle of the aisle when he did that. I mean, Pierce was in the middle of a brawl too. Ugh. <laughs> Just saying. Like, like Adam said, it was a little forced. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit forced. But anyway, uh, yeah. So anyway, I like this match. I thought Drew should have won. I did I pick Seth in the predictions in my head, um, but I thought Drew should have won. I was a little surprised he didn't. Um, yeah. Did you bite on the um You and almost everybody the else Claymore? looks like the Claymore? Yeah. Yeah. Did you bite? Yes. It was a good, I, it was a good spot. Bite. Good false. Yeah. Um I knew he was going to kick out of the stomp the first time cuz it just didn't fit like the flow but then 
obviously the second stomp. That's the one part that really fucking bothered me, and I mm-hmm. get it's just wrestling in 2023. They've been milking the backs. Drew's been working the fucking back. Seth's been selling the fucking back. Then he does a swanton and no fucking selling of the back. Yeah. 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 Didn't love that. I almost wrote something down for that, but I didn't. That was uh, a choice that was made for sure. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Next, a fatal five-way match for the. What a fucking entrance for Rhea! That was amazing. Was it? I liked it. Did anyone else? Did, did anyone else notice how the third guy who came out kind of looked like Wesley? Yes. <laughs> I just sort of reached a point where it's like, how many guys in robes are coming out here? What the it, fuck are we just, doing? To me, it made it, it. I mean, again, I'm not 100% familiar with the cultures in that country, but it felt like a big deal. Like, it felt like they don't do that for, like, just anyone. Huh. By the way, y'all were. Naya changed her theme song. She's had a new one since she got back. I know, I miss it. It's the only um, thing I miss. <laughs> that horror, that song was horrible. Um, no, I, can, I can't make fun of it anymore. <laughs> y'all were shitting on Natalia's Halloween costume. Like, y'all forget that didn't Rhea Ripley wear the same thing to, like, Elimination Chamber? She did the bunny mask with Liv when they were a tag team at one point. Totally didn't remember that. Yeah. I'll take your word for it. Because Rhea was super hot doing it. but Was? Well, doing that particular mask, yes. Because I remember the stands for you. Just trying to copy the bunny. <laughs> yeah, the bunny wishes. That's Natalia's next tag partner. So she's going to show up as the bunny. That's where she bought sure the She's tagging with Tegan, isn't she? Who knows? They weren't even on Raw this week, so who cares? Uh, yeah, they were. Was it the women? What? No, it wasn't the women's battle, battle royals. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. it's like sixteen other people. I barely even paid attention to them. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, this match. Uh, it was your typical fucking clusterfuck. I like Raquel Rodriguez in this gear more than the ridiculous. Gotta show her back kind of shit she usually wears. That's fair. I thought this um, was a better look for her. I like Baszler and her key. It's a nice throw. Uh, it comes off like a Ronda Rousey ripoff. Like Ronda did that. Ronda came down to the ring in her gi. And they did it when they were a tag team together. They were a tag team for like a whole two weeks. <laughs> All right, two weeks is I'm exaggerating, but you know what I mean. Like the the amount of time that Shayna Baszler has been on the main roster versus the amount of time she was tagging with Ronda Rousey is a significant difference. Um, I don't know. I I wanted Shayna to elevate to be this huge star of the division after she beat Ronda, and they I don't know. We feel like I feel like we're in the exact same place with Shayna. We're nowhere near where she was when she was in NXT. I don't know that we're ever going to be, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, it's fair. They just don't see it. They don't see it that way. Which is weird, because it was Triple H that did that for her in NXT, but... Hmm. Um, 
Actually, who I thought showed out in this match was Zoe. I thought Zoe had a great showing in this match. 100%. But Rhea needed to win. She needed to prove her dominance, and she won. Mm -hmm. Fucking perfect. That's why I picked points for everyone. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Uh, Is the Tower of Doom spot, like, required in these multi-person matches now? Pretty much. Okay. <laughs> oh, good. I can't wait to talk about this next match. John Cena versus Solo Sokoa. And, uh, take, your, take your take your Dramamine, folks, because the Steadicam did not make the trip to Saudi Arabia. So following John down the entrance ramp to the ring was a very shaky affair. <laughs> My, this was my favorite match. My my main really? my main okay. my main note from this match is John Cena hit a choke slam. <laughs> this was my favorite match on the show, and it had nothing to do with the match. Really? Okay. Yes. Why? So why was it your favorite match? Because of the commentary. Mm. Because we went from hey hey look at this fat fuck top dollar. All the way to, hey, hey, look at this old fuck John Cena. <laughs> Literally, the entire fucking commentary was how he was fucking old. He can't do it anymore. This guy's not the fucking best anymore. He sucks. Fuck this guy. He's old. Where's his walker? It was like, what the fuck are they doing to this guy? But Michael Cole kept calling him the greatest of all time, so it's fine. Cena was on. <laughs> Cena was on ATB last week. And uh, and they could they call they called him that obviously and he's like yeah, that wasn't uh, that wasn't me I didn't I didn't ask for that <laughs> There's just no way this old piece of shit John Cena could come back from that uh, John, no. Bradshaw used to call him Big Match John now he's just AARP John. Oh, come on. Michael Cole was not even that mean to... Dude, go back and listen to it. I watched it. I watched it today. Go back and listen to it. Listen to the commentary. Now that you know the outcome and you're not invested in the match itself, go back and listen to the commentary. And tell me it's not the top dollar treatment. No, it's John Cena. It's not the top dollar treatment. Hopefully Solo finishes this one off quickly, because John <laughs> Cena's got an appointment for the blue lights for the, the, the early bird dinner oh, at the Golden Corral. Um, the blue actually, light special, something different. Yep, I, I did enjoy the story of Cena working on Solo's hand. It ultimately proved to be nothing, because Solo did use that hand multiple times. And that's um, just backstage. That sounds like Sal's typical Mike. <laughs> But no, what I, this is kind of a big deal. Solo just pinned John Cena and he beat the fuck out of him. This is like Brock Lesnar's level of fucking a beatdown. Eh, no, I yeah, wouldn't go that far. But he hit him with like eight Samoan spikes and then he pinned him <laughs> in the center. <laughs> and Brock Lesnar lost that match, by the way. No, I meant the match at uh, SummerSlam where oh, he okay. hit him with 13 or 16 German suplexes and then won the title. And Cena had, like, no offense. He had, like, one very small comeback. But anyway. No, I think it's a big deal for Solo to get a win like this. Um, I mean, is it? Because commentary spent the whole time telling us how fucking old and needing to retire John Cena was. So. (sighs) Were you surprised at the outcome, Adam? No. 
Okay. Why would you be? John Cena hasn't hasn't won a match on a televised match in five years. Oh, you would be surprised because you don't think a PLE is a televised event. That's right. Sorry, i got to go with Adam on this one. I'm okay. not sure where you were coming from on that. Points to Ginger, God's Juggalo, myself, George Wedgwood, and Nick H. Really, not that one. Okay, and me. Okay, pal. And me. I, I just stuck up for you. Give me my point. Jesus Christ. Don't give him a point. But, uh, Sal, you were surprised that John Cena didn't win because you picked John Cena in the prediction poll. I did, and it's an international crowd. They obviously, <clears throat> I've fucking never have heard him being cheered so much in my life. Um, they were you, they were do, loving that John Cena. Do you not remember when he did his latest comeback? Was it most of money at the bank when he did the comeback? To I forget what show, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. No, oh, it was cool. Tell me, it wasn't awesome seeing. Uh, Cena be over in Saudi Arabia. I mean, human okay, you hate John Cena. Human rights it. were a big fan because you couldn't see them. <laughs> uh, John got a standing ovation after. Do we think that that's not it? That can't be. He, that's not how he ends his career. Right? <laughs> the actor strike may have made that the last thing. Imagine if that's the last thing. Then Solo can be like, I'm the guy who retired John Cena. There you go. Michael Cole's like, I broke out all my fucking old jokes for this thing. I was part of a story. Now it's just I'm a dick. (laughs) Meanwhile, he comes back at the Rumble. (laughs) It's a completely new feud with someone completely different. With a walker. Oh, God. He finally shaves his head. Never going to happen. He'll you can't see me, but yep. I really can't see you. He'll keep that bald spot until he looks like Paul Heyman, I promise you. United States Championship. Logan Paul defeats Ray Mysterio to become your new WWE United States Champion. Jason, let's, let's take a minute. Adam, can you give us your thoughts on this match? Did I write anything down for this? Uh, oh, we skipped over Ms. TV. Um, yeah, as well we should. <laughs> uh, here's what I here's what I wrote. Uh, my first note is God, Logan Paul should not be this good. Hmm. Uh, and then, wow, Logan Paul just saved Rey Mysterio's life. We'll talk about that. Yes, that's true. And then, finally, okay, that's two weeks in a row that Santos Escobar is a goddamn moron. This had better be a heel. This had better be the heel turn, because otherwise he is just the dumbest motherfucker on the planet. Okay, so first, are you upset that Logan Paul is United States champion? I know we talked about this last week, and now that it's happened, are you mad? Uh, we'll see. Even with that picture that Troy sent in the host thread? It was a good picture, but my thought was also, you're not supposed to get leather wet. Fair. Um, I mean, whoever wins is going to better be getting a new belt. That's all I'm saying. So, yeah, right. So, Logan Paul has one of his associates uh, hand him brass knocks, or try to. And then... 
It gets knocked out of his hand. Are we missing a golden fucking opportunity? Why are we not putting the brass knucks in a prime bottle? There. Um, It gets tossed out of the ring. The lackey goes to grab it, and Santos comes from the crowd and steps on the knucks. Great camera shot, too. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Literally, you just see his foot come into the shot, and it's like, uh oh, oh no, what am I going to do? Uh, Santos picks up the Nux, and I'm thinking that this jobber is screwed. He's going to get knocked the fuck out by Santos. Santos chases him, but per- but leaves the Nux <laughs> on the ring apron? What's the matter, bro? Were they too heavy for you? What the fuck? You can't chase him with the Nux? It, ha- it has to be on purpose. I Absolutely fucking, I has fucking to be. I hope so. Because if it's not... My God, what are they doing to Santa? <laughs> he just looks like a friggin' dumbass. Although I, I do wonder where we go on Friday. Is he gonna? Is Santos gonna come out there and apologize to Ray? And Ray's gonna be like, "Oh, it's no big deal. It's fine." <laughs> and then, but secretly, Santos is like, ha, 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 ha. "You know, I apologize for my mistake. Due to my error, you can fuck Zelina." <laughs> He's like, I've been doing that. What are you talking about? <laughs> Viva la brazers! <laughs> so yeah, Logan Paul has no right being as good at professional wrestling as he is. It's it's ridiculous. There were very, yeah. very famous athletes who had a WWE match. They were nowhere near this. They were nowhere near this level. Who's this guy? How much he weigh? <laughs> Thankfully, Art Donovan never competed. <laughs> Nobody announced the NFL Battle Royal, did yeah. Yes, he did. Um... But even, like, when you think of, like, um, and I know he was way past his prime, but still, uh, Lawrence Taylor, right? Lawrence Taylor had the match you would think somebody who's never wrestled before would have. Very basic, very slow. Logan Paul goes out there like he's been doing this for 10 years. It is it is crazy. It's almost <laughs> as though having a training facility helps. <laughs> Sad. Hey, Bad Bunny is another one that was really good. Right. Yep. It's funny how that works. Mm. As opposed to... Uh, go and train and work on matches all the time? Dennis Robin and Mike Tyson trying to remember where they are in the arena. Mike Tyson fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> he was way ahead of the curve on AEW. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, Logan Paul saves Rey Mysterio's goddamn life. Okay, Yes. So that spot. Ray goes for a springboard. Moonsault. Yep. And he's flipping over, and he's about this close to landing on the top of his head, upside down. Was Logan Paul in the wrong spot? Because I feel like Ray's no. done that move a bunch. No. Okay. No. no. It was just a timing thing. No, Ray just didn't get He didn't get the spring. Push, back, yeah. push out. Oh, yeah. he didn't get the... Okay. Credit. He didn't get far enough out, so... It's Logan actually Paul. there was a spot. God, it's very it very similar to that old clip of uh, Jericho and Kurt Hennig. 
or a Kurt Hennig. Yeah, there was one more recent one where somebody was doing, I think, an acai moonsault um, to the floor, and they were going to be short, and the other person sort of ran up to them to get hit, but it's in order to keep them. Right. I forget who it was, but it was another very recent example of it. That might have been a luchador in AW. I think it was a WWE. But it might have been one of Ivar's matches. Oh, maybe. Oh, yeah. It wasn't Kingston, right? No. Or was it? I don't remember. Uh, but anyway. Um, yeah, if Ray, if Logan Paul didn't react as quickly as he did, uh, Ray would probably be paralyzed. And that's he almost Lance archered himself. <laughs> he did. Absolutely. So credit to Logan Paul for that. But I think I think this works. I think he's going it's to... It's just another title we won't see all the time, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. I mean, he'll make a social media post. And also on SmackDown. So now SmackDown's primary champion isn't there all the time. Their secondary champion isn't there all the time. Where have I... And their tag champions float between shows. Where have I heard this before? Hmm. Oh, me. That's right. I don't know what singles champion is showing up to the show this Friday night. Okay? We we might get well, Roman's, something. Roman's going on vacation until next year right now, I was told. Well, maybe we get uh, an appearance from, from the Maverick himself. He'll be at Survivor Series. He can do promos. <laughs> Send in a couple pre-tapes. Maybe they recorded a bunch of shit already. Meanwhile, Ray can fight Santos, and, and we're good. Oh, maybe Ray will... It'll be a fun twist if Ray blames him. If Ray's like, Santos, get your ass out of here right now! Actually, like I, I love the little interaction <laughs> after the match where Logan goes up to him and is like, you're a legend, Ray, you're a legend. He's like, you know what you did! I don't know what you're talking about. It's all, pure, it's all clean. I, I don't know what you're talking about, Ray, but, but I love you, Dave. Godspeed. He's like, you know what you did? You cheated. Con. <laughs> Points to everyone except Nick H and Fetus Rhodes on that one. Yeah, I had that too. And we move on to the uh, WWE Women's Championship. No, they still have not explained why the belt says Undisputed Women's Championship, but we'll just let that uh, we'll just let that lie. The women's Champion. It's not in dispute. I mean. Fun match. Yeah. I'm just... I don't know. I know there's a real negative stigma now to being critical of Bianca Belair in any way, shape, or form on social media, but I'm just sort of over it. Like, I like her as a performer. She's very talented. The character just needs something different. Like, I'm just tired of the... I'm. I need to have the belt. I need to get every title shot. And getting disrespected if I'm not getting every title shot, and I'm just going to keep losing every title match I get. It's just sort of. So she's Batista. Yeah, basically. Kinda. Yeah, that's kind of an apt comparison. Um, and again, I, I think she is very talented. I agree with Jason on that, but. My whole hope when I was watching this match was, God, I hope Io doesn't lose. And it shouldn't be. It should be like, wow, Bianca's doing such amazing moves, and she's so smooth, and, like, look at the power, and... Nope, the whole time I was just thinking, like, don't let Bianca... Is that a stress ball or a Clementine? It's a lacrosse ball. Oh, okay. 
I need NXT Bianca. I need the you don't go here, Bianca. I need the I need that girl. I don't need smiley happy. I'm I'm really nice and I'm the best and I don't need that shit anymore. It, like it had its run, it's over. Do something different. But to me, the story of this match was not Bianca's performance one way or the other. Nope. The story of this match was earth shattering. The story of this match was Bailey in them pants. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that spot when she was over the ring, trying to half climb in. God yeah. damn. Uh, and also, Kyrie Sane came back. The Lord's work. <laughs> and also, Kyrie Sane returned and cost Bianca the match, and I'm fine with that. Parasol. So Sorry, <laughs> See, that's racist. <laughs> <laughs> so is Kyrie part of Damage Control, or is EO no, leaving Damage no. Control? No. Did you see? Apparently, Bailey's apparently face. not. <laughs> I Bailey was like, "What the hell?" <laughs> and I love the fact that they pointed out that Bailey was the one that took Kyrie out last time she mm-hmm. left WWE. Um. I also, here's the thing, I don't know if this was a Saudi Arabia thing, I loved EO's new look without the pirate shit and just being sort of a badass chick. Much better. You mean Kyrie? Kyrie, that's what I meant. What did I say? Um, yeah, EO. well, yeah. Sh- did I? Well, I like the EO's outfit, too. Um, and I'm definitely here stick. for... I'm definitely here for the Sky Pirates reuniting mm-hmm. from NXT. They never got the... Because when they called her up, they teamed her with uh, Asuka. Mm-hmm. Now. And they were the Kabuki Warriors. Right. Now, if they put the three of them in a faction, that'd be interesting. Actually, they? actually do something no, with Asuka, that'd be they fun. I thought they were a faction, but that was actually Mio and Io and Asuka. What? I thought in Japan that Io and Asuka and Kairi were a faction at one point. Uh-huh. But I thought incorrectly because it was actually Mio instead of Kyrie. That was in a faction with Asuka and Ia. And they actually talked about that on WWE TV recently. Um, anyway. So, this is perfect. This, this to me, is a good way to, to start the breakup between Io and Bailey. Um, probably gonna end up in Bailey being a baby face. Time for a Bailey face turn. It needs to happen now. Yeah, I think we're there. Yep. Now, do we go Bailey as a face with her current character, or do we return to Wacky Wavy Inflatable Arm Flailing Two Man? Wacky Wavy Inflatable Arm Two Man. I don't think we. Can you imagine? But they can't. She murdered them, Jason. She murdered them on live television. Yeah, I don't want to see wacky, waving, inflatable two-man Bailey. I want new Bailey. I want Bailey who's a face, but is like a badass. Like, give me, give me something different. She can start by keeping the Karen gimmick and the short hair, but like, I want it to slowly change as she gets like more amped up. So this time you want the she Karen? Had short hair in a while, Sal. Well, I mean, her hair's not like the way it used to be, where she could pull it into a fucking giant ponytail but anyway they have these things called extensions yeah charlotte in fact knows most of the women those. wear them what were you saying adam i was saying so now you want the karen gimmick no 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 i just want i want bailey as a baby face but i want a new bailey something we haven't seen before 
I don't want to go back to the fucking headbands and... Bailey and shorts. Now that would be something. Wear the shorts. Biggest baby face in the company right there if she does it. <laughs> I want a new Bailey. One that looks nice and thick. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Pretty sure the current one looks nice and thick too, though. That's true. That's not new. Anyway. Points to everyone except uh, Gods of Juggalo, Fetus Rhodes, and that long, stupid name that I'll have to say at some point. Um, main event. No, not main event. Sorry. No. I just didn't have notes for this match. Uh, Cody Rhodes versus Damien Priest. I didn't write anything down for this match, so I forgot that it happened. See, Jason told you it was forgettable. Uh, no, it wasn't. It wasn't bad at all. Priest started out like a, hot, a house of fire, and he went right after Cody, and they played into the uh, ankle injury a little bit. Not as much as they did with his arm and Brock Lesnar, but you know it was there. Um, and then the Judgment Day came out, and they tried to interfere. And JD McDonough tried to jump Cody, and that didn't work. So Finn came out with Dominic in a chair, and that didn't work because Jey Uso showed up. Finn went uh, all the way to Saudi Arabia for that. Yeah. I like yeah. I like Priest bringing back the uh, his version of the Crossroads for this uh, for this little feud. I think that's a nice little touch. Yeah. I remember what he called it? They said it, and I've already forgotten again. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember. What do you call it? Do you know off the top of your head, Jason? Huh? Do you know what they called it off the top of your head? Yes. What was it? Well, I'll let you figure that. <laughs> no! Just fucking tell us! <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, Cody finishes him off with three crossroads. And gets the pen. Yeah, the three crossroads thing is a little bit overdone at this point. Mm-hmm. I agree. It was cool, like, the first couple times. Especially when, on the last one, he had to kind of shimmy over because he was too close to the ropes. Too close to the ropes, yep. Points to everyone but Troy on that one. Fucking Troy. How do you get that wrong? Because he hates Cody. I mean, that's the truth, but that's fine. Uh, I know Troy's going to get mad. I don't hate Cody, but nah, you kind of do. We all know that. You've always hated Cody. It's fine. It's fine. It's like when Troy says, I don't actually hate AEW, I hate the fans, but you're actually actively rooting for the company to fail, so... Right. <laughs> it's fine. Um, Adam hates Natalia, and rightfully so. <laughs> He'll never... And he I've, hates Von Wagner, which I don't agree with, but it's fine. I've, <laughs> I probably really hated the whole women's title match. <laughs> Main event time. WWE ain't the only ones that can do throwbacks, motherfucker. <sighs> God damn it. Roman Reigns, of course, successfully defending his uh, UWU championship against LA Knight. Points for everybody on that one. Um, but like we said last week, this this was a fucking star maker for LA Knight. This was fantastic. And I'll do you one better. It was a really good in-ring match. Yeah, it was. Like, we know L.A. Knight can talk. His in-ring matches have never been regarded very highly. I mean, he's fine. He's perfectly... Uh, 
the word I'm looking for. It, 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 he's got a very WWE style. Always has. Even when he was in TNA. And that's fine. Yeah. But this is actually a really good, really good in-ring match. Mm-hmm. When he hit Roman with that uh, BFT, you knew Roman was close to the ropes. But still, they did something that they typically don't. They they did something they typically don't do with Roman. He didn't kick out. It was all uh, Jimmy putting his foot on the rope. Usually Roman will still kick out because he's Roman fucking Reigns. But except the dumbass referee count to three anyway. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but then he was just like, oh, that didn't count. <laughs> but in a way, that that's a happy accident. It gives LA Knight the out too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I was eye-rolling with the involvement of Jimmy Uso, because I'm like, I always fucking do this now, Roman Magic. Okay, now so it's just know, become I, formulaic. I've heard this before. Hmm. Did you not ever watch Ric Flair with the Four Horsemen? Yeah, but no. Or well, the, see, that's or the Hulk thing. Hogan with the NWO. Oh, that got annoying, too. That's the thing. The these these gimmicks have a shelf life. Standard fare. These, Okay. So first of all, these these types of tropes have a shelf life, and even with Hogan, it got old eventually. It's changed. Jay used to be involved. He's not <sighs> anymore. And 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 Sammy used to be involved, and he's not anymore. And 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 I don't know. I think almost. Every single title defense that Roman Reigns has had during this reign, and I say almost, there has been outside interference, there has been a spot where the babyface almost wins and gets screwed out of the title. It's a little bit old hat at this point. And and, and also, if Roman is now on vacation until Rumble season... The thing is that this year, he's actually only defended the title twice. So, like, last year, he did about six or seven times defend the title. This year, we've had two title defenses. Jey Uso and L.A. Knight. Cody Rhodes? I meant after retaining a mania. I'm sorry. Mania to mania. This year. Mania to mania, my bad. Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn... I'm sorry. Mania to Mania? Okay. Last year, okay. Mania to Mania, we got a lot okay, more title defenses. This year, but we've had two since but WrestleMania. he's been wrestling. This isn't the Brock Lesnar situation where he completely disappears. He did the tag match with Solo and the Usos. He did the tag match teaming with Solo against Zayn and Owens. Like, he has been wrestling. I think... I saw it someplace on Twitter this week. Every single thing they've done with Roman since Mania could have been done without him having the title. We've literally said that on every episode I've been on with you. And we continued to, and that point I continues literally to said be proven. That the episode after Mania. That you had to show me that there was something that he absolutely had to have this title for, for this to make sense to me. It doesn't. Still doesn't. I, still, that's what I mean. We're... we're, we're 
Six months removed and Listen, still. I, I, I don't. That was my original point the night after. I still believe that, that they should have pulled the trigger then. That said, that doesn't make what they're doing now bad. I mean, it's it's a wrestling trope like we talk about all the time. It's just not the most interesting thing in the company anymore. Like you were literally ready to watch this match. If it's still selling tickets, regardless of it. Oh yeah, they'll they'll get them. Still money selling pay per views. Still driving fan interest. We're still talking about it. Of course, they... we're talking about it. <laughs> I will say, I said this in the host, but I'll say it again. If Cody does not win the title at 40, I think I'm done with WWE for a while. I might not blame you because regardless, another year of Roman. Even even giving them the benefit of the doubt and assuming that they have an end game and they're not just flying by the seat of their pants, um, I'm not there for that end game if that end game involves more years of this. <laughs> I'm just not. I'm glad. They have their story they want to tell. He marches all the way to at least... And this is the one that bothers me. It would be after this year's WrestleMania, but the record that he could break would be Hogan's. And that would be another year. That's not a record. Uh, no, but he becomes the the, the second longest well, title know, of all time. I know, but you and other people keep saying he'd be breaking a record. He's not breaking a record. There's one record. There's one person that has the longest reign. You can pass other people, but that's not breaking a record. Sure. All right, that's fair. Um, and I think they, they would love for him to pass Hogan on the list. But I hope they don't, because it's just, it's, I'm not there. It's too long. It's been too long. I a dollar for every time I've heard that. <laughs> All right. And points to Smathers, Ginger, Troy, myself, Wedgwood, and Fetus Rhodes for voting nah on I'm Willie Cash in. Me. So. I did too. All told. Out of a possible nine points, tied for 10th place with five out of nine, Fetus Rhodes. And fuck me sideways and call me Elinet because when I put it in, when you put it in, I say yeah. Uh, tied for seventh place with six points, Troy, Sal, and Nick H. Really not that one. Uh, tied for fourth with seven out of nine, Ginger, God's Juggalo, and Dr. Glashin. And first place, eight out of nine, uh, Smathers, myself, and George Wedgwood. I, nine. Nicely done, Adam and I Smathers and Jordan Wedgwood. And Jason. Nope, nope, not Jason. Nope. Jordan, yeah, Jordan, I. Is that why you enter your picks all late? Huh? And th- Dude, have you, did you hear my schedule? I am never fucking home. You, you, Usually you, what happens is I sit down to watch the show and go, oh, fuck, I didn't do predictions. Let me do them before I start watching the show. It takes you to pull, pull up the rundown on your phone. You go, literally two minutes. That's great, except I'm usually fucking games changing, streaming a fucking game, or driving to a game. I'm sure there's a voice command that will do it. Yeah. 
We haven't hit the AI portion of the Rundown website yet. <laughs> it's coming soon. We should program like AI bots that could do this show for us. Uh, <laughs> AI's already taken over enough shit. Anyway. What do we want to talk about on Raw? Monday Night AI Raw? Sal would have an AI C-Max. Monday Night Raw, Monday Night Raw. Well, I mean, let, let's fucking, right out of the bat, let's talk about Survivor Series. Did you say right they out booked, of the bat? Sorry. Right out of the box, let's talk about Survivor Series, because right they have the booked their War Games match. And uh, the champ is involved. Somehow they dragged Seth into War Games. Seth, Cody... Jey Uso, Sami Zayn, versus the blood. No, sorry, sorry. Jack's notes. Judgment Day with JD McDonough, who's uh, a the Judgment Day, Day. A, Judgment Day adjacent. <laughs> what do we think about this? I mean, we knew this is where we were going. Should be fun. What do you think about Seth's involvement? Does it feel almost like, oh, well, we got nothing else on, really. Let's throw him in this. Yeah, it feels weird that you wouldn't have a world title match to pay for you, but, you know. Fighting. Maybe fighting, Roman will be defending his title. Fighting champion and all that. Yeah. If you're not going to have Roman there, if. And you don't have Seth defend the title. You're going to have a championship change on this card, though. Which one? Seth. You think that's going to be a cash-in? They've baited, they've baited Seth into this match. Mm-hmm. That's a part, that's remember a, Rias? Remember Rias? You know, said, now we have a plan. Stick to the plan. That's a very valid point. Win or lose... The Judgment Day could lock Seth in that cage and beat the shit out of him. Yep. Even post-match, it still fucking works. Yep. Damien Priest takes that belt by any means necessary. Didn't I say that earlier? Interesting. Yeah. And y'all were like, how are they going to do that? It would be an interesting end to Survivor Series, but I can also see them not doing that and just having baby faces win. Yay! <laughs> yeah. We'll see. All right, what do you want to talk about from Monday Night Raw, Adam? Uh, oh, speaking speaking of the Judgment Day, the backstage segment in their in their locker room office, whatever you want to call it. Damien Priest getting annoyed at J.D. McDonough and asking him, did you buy that shirt? That's a funny fucking joke. <laughs> that is a funny fucking joke. Um, let's talk about this uh, Intercontinental Contenders match, shall we? And the uh, the very fun finish that we had where uh, uh, Ivar was pinning Ricochet? Yeah, Ivar was pinning Ricochet, Miz was pinning Bronson Reed. Double pin, ref starts counting. Ricochet quite obviously kicks out at two. But for a good, what felt like a minute and a half, everyone was like, oh my god, who won? 
everyone except for Wade Barrett, who was like, everyone Ricochet kicked out. Yeah, right. <laughs> because uh, that wasn't supposed to be the finish of the spot, apparently? Maybe, yeah. The report going around is Ricochet got knocked a little loopy, kicked out by instinct, but it was supposed to be a double pin and lead to a match between the two next week, which seems supported by the fact that we're having a match between the off next week. Um, yeah, so I'm wondering if there wasn't just an, an Iggy thrown in there to Ivar to go beat the shit out of him. We gotta make this work. My first thought was that they'd make it a triple threat match at Survivor Series, but apparently not. At least not yet. Not yet. Wait until Imperium fucking uh, interrupts the match and leaves both competitors laying, and then Adam Pierce comes out there and is like, well, now you've done it, now we're going to make it a triple threat. Why, why, is, your Adam, done, why is your Adam Pierce turning into Vince McMahon? <laughs> I don't know. but Well, because he's an authority figure. Um, which is funny, they just did that angle with Sheamus and Drew back at Mania in Gunther. But I, I would not doubt if they do it again. Uh, assuming they don't, and they do make it a one-on-one match, do we see them doing Ivar versus Gunther? They don't. So they so typically don't do heel versus heel, especially for Ivar's solo entrance was awesome on Raw. Though. Mm. I agree. I really dug that. He, he, I mean, I know we talked about the death, but he absolutely could be a breakout star as a singles 100%. competitor. 100%. All right, what else happened on Monday Night Raw? Uh, titties. Shinsuke beat up Tozawa. That was pretty easy. I'm off with a Kinshasa. Tozawa's still nasty. Still nasty. You nasty, Tozawa. We had a uh, women's... I don't know why lifting... I don't know why doing hammer curls is nasty, but sure. <laughs> I think it's the dance. Maybe it's the dance. Uh, we had a, a women's battle royal. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know what? I forgot. I'm sorry. We started off the night with Seth Rollins, who got interrupted by Sami Zayn. And this ended up in a Seth Rollins versus Sami Zayn world title match. Which... Got the stands all riled up. <laughs> now, why is that? Why were they all riled up? What do you mean? They're going to throw a world championship match on with no build. Ha <laughs> ha. See, it's okay when WWE does it. Like, no. Fucking you bag of twats. <laughs> and the fucking difference is... Listen, this match is not a big money match that's going to headline a pay-per-view in a main event. Did you hear anybody fucking complaining that Daniel Garcia got a world title shot with no build or no hype? No, because nobody gives a shit. We all know how it's going to end. Nobody thought Sammy, nobody with half a brain thought that Sammy was winning the title on this episode of Raw. That's the difference. You can The biggest possible match on your card right now in AW is MJF versus... Kenny Omega, and you gave it away for fucking free, mm-hmm. with no build for no reason. And no audience. That's why people made fun of you. Fair point. It's not the same thing, dummies. No, not even close. Yeah. Um, although, although, I know you say nobody would have a brain thought Sammy was going to win, but his promo, he, Sammy Zayn, he's fucking... Mm-hmm. 
amazing when it comes to that passion, that promo, and that personal touch. Money. Yeah, money. Always has been. Absolutely money. Um, and I like that they played up their history and, and, and talked about all that. And um, I like that Sammy at first was like, well, I don't want to accept the title match because aren't you hurt? And then Seth kind of like just went into him and was like, phrasing. <laughs> <laughs> was like That's not even uh, phrasing. You just full on said he penetrated him. <laughs> okay, that's a good point. Um, Seth was just like nobody's ever a hundred percent. We we, you're in this business, you're hurt. That's just it is what it is. You you fight through it. Um, it was good, and the match was good. The match was fucking great. But, you know, let's sacrifice the match for war games. Because once again, we end Monday Night Raw with a brawl. That's fine. Yeah, but a war game is be the end of it, so. All's mm-hmm. well. <laughs> so we got a battle royal to determine who's going to face Rhea next. Surprised at the, uh, the winner? Nah. Like I said, she had a great showing on Saturday. Now she gets her one-on-one shot. So it makes sense to me. What doesn't make sense to me is if Nikki Cross is in a catatonic state, how did she get to the ring? Teleportation. <laughs> Spookiness. <laughs> Same way she got under the table. <laughs> Jason, what are your thoughts on Nikki Cross's current uh, gimmick? Somebody needs to spit some jizz in her eyes. That'll make it all make sense. He doesn't get that reference. He doesn't watch AEW. Oh, okay. Never mind then. Yeah, no, that went over my head. Apparently, 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 I'm like that jizz. Oh, okay. That's a reference to the host. Okay, gotcha. Colored jizz. Anyways. Yeah, Sky Blue sucked off some Smurfs, spit some Blue Jays out at Julia Hart. Fun. Hot. I think that's called snowballing. No, it's <laughs> that's more mouth-to-mouth. I mean... Not, not, really, yeah, ma- sure. not really mouth-to-eyes. So what do we call that, then? Eyeballing? <laughs> Joke. There's probably a name and a fetish for it. Somewhere. I'm sure there is. Um, good on Zoe Stark. <laughs> Why don't you Google that? Nope. <laughs> good on Zoe Stark. I think. I like uh, the finish of the battle royal. I hadn't seen. I mean, we had uh, another apron battle, but I'd never seen one of those end with a DDT before. Yeah. And I, I, I liked it. It was definitive, and, and it, it was high drama at the end, and. Um, Zoe's gonna be a really fun challenger for Rhea. She ain't gonna win. But, she'll give her a good match. Yeah. Yeah. I... Yeah, my Google search. Oh, God. Connected to my work Google. So, yeah, no, we're not gonna do that. What do you call spitting jizz in someone's eyes? Uh, Jason... A good time. Can you uh, <laughs> come in the office here for a second? 
Anything else from Mirage, gentlemen? Listen, listen. Someone has to prep for the holiday party, okay? <laughs> if it's not going to be them, you know. Uh, we briefly mentioned it. Uh, Drew Ga- Drew Galloway, Jesus Christ. Drew McIntyre shows up. You're not wrong. Uh, gets asked a question by what's her tits, and then uh, just fucking drops his head and leaves. I can't do this. Runs away like a little fucking bitch. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I'd love to see you call Drew, but Drew McIntyre. Uh, just going by the character on TV. It's nothing personal. <laughs> um. But I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see him until Survivor Series. For whatever reason, he shows up. Maybe he costs the good guys the match and joins the Judgment Day. Maybe he joins the Judgment yeah. Day. <coughs> and Rhea can be like, ha, 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 Made you eat your parents. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> can we screenshot that face? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? That should be a background. Um, have you not seen that South Park episode in a while? I have, and it was That's amazing. what my face looks like when I Google the question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, did we really need a fucking video package for Natalia? <laughs> yeah, I did have a note on that that oh I just God. skipped over. There, there was, what, 16 women in, women in this battle royal, and we had to get a video package for Natalia in there first? Fuck off. I'm sorry. I don't give a damn about Natalia's career accomplishments. Lord knows they've been fucking touting that for like 20 years now. I don't, don't care. They don't have tout anymore. <laughs> All right, NXT. NXT. Uh, you guys glad they're bringing back the Iron Survivor Challenge? Yeah, it was fine. I am. I am. And you know why I'm happy for it? Do I? Do you know why? Why? Because we get to see these great qualifying matches, like the qualifying match we saw this week. And my first reaction to seeing the qualifying match this week... (laughs) So... (laughs) It's not wrong. (laughs) But on a, on a related note, did they fucking pay Mark McFoley for a cameo to make the, the match announcement? What the fuck was that? Immediately following, you guys should check out Royal Match. <laughs> <laughs> that was the next one on his list. That game is hardcore. It's got no ads. McFoley! Hello. I, I, I am McFoley, former WWE superstar. And when I'm sitting at an airport or a car waiting for my ride to my next autograph signing, I pull out Royal Match. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, no, I, I. Fallon needs to find her way into this match. She lost the qualifying match last year, I think, and didn't get a spot in the match. She needs to find her way in, like, the last survivor or whatever. Um, speaking of Fallon, holy shit, her match with Tiffany Stratton this week was money. That was great. Oh, yeah? Give me more of those two Uh, fighting. Jesus Christ. I literally just told you my reaction. Sure. (laughs) I stand by that. Um, no, I, I... Two amazingly talented, beautiful women going toe-to-toe in the middle of the ring. I'm totally fucking there for that. Um, 
I loved it. I, I thought it was great. I thought the qualifying match with Dijak and Tyler Bate was great. I think both of the losers of those matches need to find yeah. their way into the Iron Survivor match. Um, Tyler Bate is so fantastic. He has been in the NXT system for seven Can't even years. Fathom that. This doesn't make sense. And he lost the qualifying match. <laughs> Do something with this man, please. He's not a man. He's a big, strong boy. Sure. Whatever fetish you're into. <laughs> uh, we opened the show with the uh, Heritage... As soon as you put on fucking knee pads, Tyler, we will promote you. But until then, <laughs> you're just out there in your underwear, and it's weird. We opened the show with the Heritage Cup match between Noam Dar and uh, 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 Tozawa. So at least we got that. Out, so- at least we got that out of the way early. Is is Metaphor and Noam Dar's character good enough and entertaining enough for you that you can overlook a, a Heritage Cup match, uh, Sal, Adam? The Metaphor is fucking great. We talked about it last week with the Haunted House thing. That, that was fucking hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that being... Uh, Noam, Noam randomly spouting Scooby-Doo lines when he gets scared. Um, I was actually going to say, the Metaphor's entrance, that's fucking main roster level. I could see that on oh, yeah. SmackDown like tomorrow. Did you see someone? Did you see someone looped it? <laughs> That's even time? better. That was pretty funny. Um, yeah, so I love seeing the metaphor on my TV. It didn't really save the match though for me. I was pretty bored. It was kind of like, all right, because it was a Heritage Cup or because it was Tazawa and because it was the Heritage Cup. Yeah. They really need to start his theme song now with Tazawa, you you joke. (laughs) (laughs) They should. Um, I would. Tazawa went for the, I forget what he used to call it, something Tower sent on. Tokyo Tower? Yes. Tower of Tokyo? Um, And he missed it. I was like, oh. He's a stamina monster. I'm not sure if you heard about this. And they did call him that. Can you, so I'm watching the show. They said it on Tuesday. But remember when that was a thing. Vic Joseph <laughs> says, at one point, Vic Joseph says, Tazawa has been a champion 17 times in WWE. And I'm like, the fuck? Until I realized it seven. was counting all those 27 yeah. titles. But see, they can, yep. they can, like the they fuck can promote has. that accolade. And it's accurate. <laughs> it's if. accurate enough. <laughs> You know who's not a former WWE champion is Brian Kendrick, because he only won it in the scramble. What a shame! I think those rain. I think those reigns should have counted. We should start a petition. Not for Kendrick. I'm not. <laughs> didn't Didn't he get canceled? Speaking of somebody I, I want to cancel. So, um, what about Kendrick Lamar? Would you do it? For no, me? I don't know who that is. Um, Zia Lee showed up on NXT, and I'm very upset about this. Fuck her. I was no actually enjoying Lyra's uh, celebration in her promo. Yeah, hundred percent. And and she's a believable champion. She looks like the woman who took the title off of Becky Lynch. Like everything about it works. And then Zaya showed up, and I'm like, we're already doing this on Raw. The problem, the problem with Lyra. She's a great wrestler. Promo's getting better. Match her up with anybody, she's not going to feel like the star in the match. 
Put her in there with Tiffy. Tiffy feels like the star. Put her in there with Kiana. Kiana feels like the star. Hell, put her in there with Fallon. Fallon feels like the star. They all feel like better, more well-developed, more prominent characters than Lyra. Because Lyra's just good wrestler girl. And that doesn't really ever work. She's the little girl from Dublin who fought her way to beat her up. Yeah, beat her hero. Girl. She's Bailey. Yes, good wrestler girl. She's Becky before Becky no, was the she's man. And Bailey. Remember Becky she's before Bailey she was the man. Bailey is NXT was... champion. No, because she's not fangirling over any. Well, I guess she was sort of fangirling over Becky. She's so. Irish Bailey. I'm pretty sure Bailey's is Irish. And creamy. <laughs> Speaking of which, did you Google an answer to that question? <laughs> and Creamy is now the leading title for this episode. Oh, it's not even in the title. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that means you're editing this week. Uh, no, I'm working tomorrow. Did we have uh, Adam, you, you editing this week? Because since I did it last yeah, week, thanks, buddy. We should probably not do That's, this on yeah, air. Bro. I'm just saying. Don't forget to edit this out. <laughs> yeah, bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> have we met? Uh, all right. So, well, all right. I want to hear Jason's <laughs> opinion from about uh, Braun Breaker versus Von Wagner, because I know Adam had just a vein of anger going through his forehead during this whole match. Jason, what do you think of the match and the aftermath? I thought it was kind of dumb that he lost and then was like, "Oh, I put him through a table. I tabled him." Nah, because I don't think you want Breaker losing to that guy. But to me, the missed opportunity was when Stone goes to hug him, he should have fucking killed Stone then and there. And then he becomes the heel Stone Cold killer character that he probably should be. Because just the first time that Stone broke down and admitted that he was his friend, right immediately after that, you kill him when he was trying to help you. Like, that's what should have happened. Uh, because Von Wagner as a face is never going to work. Remember Test as a face? Well, original Test, like Test dating Stephanie, that wasn't terrible. He was a goober. Yeah. <laughs> See, it's tough because full, not full sale, wherever the fuck they are, the performance center or whatever, um, those fans will eat this up and they CTC. will cheer ridiculously for Robert Stone hugging Von Wagner. You take this act on the road, I don't think many people give a shit. I know Adam Not even a little bit. Um, and, and the only thing I wrote down was, I can't wait till Von Wagner... Have you given a shit about Von Wagner since you made the joke about him nope. slope-fucking that check? I didn't give a shit about Von Wagner before I made that joke. <laughs> Well, the only thing I wrote down was, I can't wait till Von Wagner collapses in the middle of this match. And they came close. Mm. Yeah, it was annoying. It's a modern miracle that he is walking. I'm just saying. We should... I was waiting for full-on Shawn Michaels, Owen Hart. Remember? Yep. Syracuse, New York. Yep. We, we, That's what I was we almost for. did that. Um, there was another Shawn Michaels feud where he did that with uh, Randy Orton. Where he was uh, acting all concussed and too dizzy to stand up. But anyway. So you mean you mean he mm-hmm. heard voices in his head? No, that was Joe Gacy. I like okay. okay. I'm intrigued with this Joe Randy Gacy Orton character's going. 
I need more. I need substance, but I am intrigued. I, I, I like that we go back to the arena and Vic Joseph is just like, well, that was weird. <laughs> anyway. Vic Joseph, by the way, uh, right before Von Wagner, Powerbomb Breaker. Hold on. Let me pull up my Booker T soundboard. Just me. I'm pretty sure Booker's not even there anymore. Vic's just got buttons of this little... <laughs> just... What did he say? No bread, no mayo, Chet. No bread, no water. No water. Just me. You want to elaborate on that, Book? Want to tell us at all what the did fuck that Did he say that during the Otis match? Because then, you know... Shuck it, duck it, quack, quack. <laughs> Uh, Vic, your dick is in my fave five. I'm just saying. You broke Sal, everybody. <laughs> Sal's going to have to restart again. So we'll see you in 20 minutes. Oh, uh, What the fuck is he even doing? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think he knows from week to week. I think he just... He's he. I'm I'm here for checks and championships. And by that he means like, checks mix, like the cereal. Some... <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, in the host thread, we all talked about Ava Rain appearing behind the referee in that fantastic referee promo. Yeah, well... But what uh, <clears throat> what nobody talked about was who the fuck. Was the dude in kabuki makeup holding an overly animated conversation behind Tiffy and Kiana? Uh, I don't know. And who was he talking to? Um, that one, I don't know if that was done on purpose. It might have been, because uh, HBK, much like Triple H, doesn't do things by accident. But It was absolutely done on purpose. This dude was just standing... I thought he was having an overly animated conversation with the wall. Then the other, the other fella appeared at the end of the segment, but... That's what that's what Booker does during commercial breaks. <laughs> what is what Booker does during commercial breaks? Puts on that makeup and goes and talks to himself <laughs> in the back. It might have been Dante Chen, but I don't know. Maybe it was Boa. I don't. And I don't. And I don't. That's that's yeah. That, that guy right. was in. Uh, that makes sense. That guy was Kabuki wearing the Kabuki makeup for one, one point. Now you broke Adam. Jesus Christ. Stop calling you breaker. That's that's a good fucking joke. Fans, we're having fun tonight. We are because it's quarter past midnight. We're all fucking tired. Uh, Boa. I think Boa is who I was thinking of, not Dante Chen. Yeah, that makes sense. But we don't know who he's talking to. Dude kind of looked like that dude from, uh, uh, not, um, not the bald one from, uh, Grizzly Young Veterans, the other one. James, James Drake? Jared from Subway? I'm, yeah, I'm blanking on both of their new names hmm. right now. Jagger and what's his nuts? Jagger Reed. Jagger and I don't know and I don't know which one is which, so don't ask me. Oh, it's Jagger Reed and uh Yeah. The other guy. Okay. <laughs> Zach Gibson. Yeah. Could have been him. Kinda looked like him. Possibly. But maybe it was only Lorcan. Mm, too much yeah. hair. Yeah, there you go. 
What else? Uh, Drew Gulak came off the top rope. No bread, <laughs> no water, just jacket. Drew Gulak came off the top rope. Who I was already doing that. <laughs> All right. Anyway. <laughs> uh, Drew Gulak. Okay. We. Uh, <laughs> we have we had a segment mm-hmm. where three different stereotypical Italians. Uh, delivered a document to uh, Andre Chase via JCJ. For Jane. fuck's sake. <laughs> and Jim, let, please, please. Not one bump of coke to be seen. Please anyway. allow me to continue. JC Jane opens the document and looks at it, and Andre Chase appears and goes, you can't open someone else's mail, that's a felony. Not mail. Yeah, <laughs> not mail. Um, but then... It is. Rev- it is then. Then uh, uh, Duke and, and, and Thea appear and they have a conversation. Whatever. And Chase announces to the class that's been there apparently the whole time that there's no class. So they just. So this this group of people just watched these Italians come in and give J.C. Jane a document and J.C. Jane go oh oh <laughs> what the fuck. Shame on those other students for not being like, hey, are you trying to open the mail of Andre Chase? Right. Um, this is so, this is fucking god awful. Look, I said it before, and they're using the same actors for for D'Angelo's family. These. At least the family actually exists, it's not just stacked. But the families, the family can't wrestle. They're like ninety years old. And tip, I mean, typically, wrestle, typically, so. the older people in the mob are the bosses. Just saying, it's weird that Jason. What do you think Andre Chase did? <sighs> hey, before you answer that, just remember, JC was horrified. I'm gonna say he he placed a bet against. Ooh, maybe. Hmm. And lost. I'm still going with he had Brody killed. That's his name, right? It's Bodie. Bodie, thank you. Bodie. He. Thank you. I was yelling at my radio last weekend driving to New York. It's fucking Bodie! Jesus Christ! And then Troy's there. I figured Troy would have corrected it. Who got the pinfall in that match? Bodie Hayward. What's when, that? when they when Chase won the tag titles, was it Duke or was it Andre it was, Chase? It was Andre, wasn't it? Okay. Andre rolled up. Because uh, I was going to say, like, what if he yeah. bet on the family to win that match? And then you got like a yeah, yeah. You got carried away. Or, or Duke, or he tried to hire them to kill Mate, Booker. Wow, nobody's going to scoff at that. I mean, that's just you know. Nobody, yeah. Uh, no, Jason's reaction made it almost seem nobody, like... Nobody would convict. Maybe he borrowed money from the family to open the school. And, like, is having a hard time paying them back. And we can have a match for control of uh, Jason. Oh, wait, we already... Yeah. <laughs> and Thea can throw in the towel and take everything Ooh, away from Andre Chase. Let's see that part I like. I had a dollar for every time someone said that. Um, we had a tag match. 
Odd how we had a women's dollar. tag match of um, Roxanne Perez and whose gear looks a lot better yeah. on her nowadays. I don't know if she changed it up or maybe a different seamstress, but looks a lot better. Uh, her yeah. and Kalani Jordan against Electra Lopez and, and Lola Vice. I almost said Valerie Lareda, but that's her real name. I always feel like the first thing that pops in my head is Lola Bunny. Mm. I just don't like that. I don't know, that name. Um, hey, they call her Lola. She was a showgirl. Fair. Yellow ribbons in her hair. Lola. She was so, a fighter. Lola Vice just won that tournament, and then she, yellow ribbons then in her hair, dress cut down to that match, and cauliflower oh. hair. <laughs> nice. Um, she has this tag match, and I'm like, why did this person win the breakout tournament again? They're not really that good. This ma- this tag match was not good. <laughs> well, I also think I think I posted in the host thread the bit of. Speculation regarding Kalani that I heard. I don't think you did. I did. I don't want to. Yeah. On blast okay. On the show, but based on yeah. some so based on some social media posts that I saw from or some of them, I assume you also saw. I would uh, I would tend to agree with you on that. But I I haven't seen it on oh, okay. social media. I heard heard from other people, but I'm assuming that they're accurate from what right. I've heard. Anyway. We'll have, to, we'll have to talk about who posted what on social media, because now I'm going to go look at that. The only other thing I have from NXT is, do we really need Hall of Famers picking these Iron Survivor qualifier matches? It really just feels like a hat on a hat. Mick Foley! <laughs> like, I don't need Lita and Jerry Lawler being like, these guys are going to fight now. I, I cannot wait for the week that Booker T picks, though. Ugh. I will have... Luke Skywalker <laughs> versus Captain America. <laughs> oh my! See, in my head, he Luke was getting names wrong. In your head, he's naming people who aren't even fucking. That motherfucker ain't real. <laughs> Mister Bill versus Gummy. <laughs> you know who should be in the match? King Booker. That's who should be in the match. Shucky ducky quack quack. <laughs> Adam, you're right. The show's definitely funnier when can I'm. Can we on count it. that as the, no? That was that was Sal that said that. Uh, can we <laughs> can we count that as the first instance of disappointed Jason mm. face? Because I don't think we've had that before. Um, no, because it was just. I was I was fun. just briefly, and it's disapproving. Yeah, I was briefly just uh, perusing through the host chat and you Jason had texted something wow Shayna sandbagged that riptide I didn't catch that yeah she did yeah no, she it was did. at the crown jewel uh, yeah the one in the ring before the okay. avalanche one I was gonna say I remember the avalanche one but oh that's that's annoying yeah I don't know if it was on purpose uh, I don't think it was but it's just not a good look <laughs> As Sal, Sal goes back and looks for the Maybe. juicy gossip. <laughs> anyway, anything else <clears throat> from NXT? No, but we do have, me and Jason do have some AEW to complain about. <laughs> we, whoa, hold on, hold on, because we, we didn't even discuss 
uh, trick. Oh, yes, oh, yeah. of course. How silly. And Lexus. Uh, they they played it was a typical NXT game, but I I liked it. They played their cards right where they have this big like face off, but yet nothing really gets revealed. We were this close to Melo being like, you want to know what happened? But then he got interrupted by Lexus King of all people. I didn't have that one on my bingo card, but hey. So this, this is interesting. So. The, <sighs> I feel bad for Brian Pillman slash Lexus King here. I really do. Because WWE is going to push him super hard. Because by pushing him super hard, the narrative becomes, wow, AEW really dropped a ball on this guy. The problem is, anytime he's not perfectly on point, the AEW fans are going to go, like, see, this guy sucks. He's got no charisma. So this kid, this dude is in the middle of a pissing contest with no way that he could possibly win. I mean, it depends on what you mean by win. Because he probably doesn't give a shit what the stands are saying online if he's out there fucking... For him to end up being over and regarded as a success. If he's getting TV time and he starts getting... No, because it's going to be he's only getting TV time because WWE has to validate that they they groomed him better You're than giving... AEW did. That shit's already out there, dude. Yeah, again... <laughs> We're talking about the IWC versus, like, the fans who are in attendance who buy his merch and cheer him on. Like, there's a little bit of a difference here. Oh, I'm sorry. How much How much Lexus King merch? Well, he's a heel. So the, the bottom line is... If, is he? Do we really know anything about him other than he's got, like, the world's shittiest finisher? You didn't like the fucking crate, the hanging uh, neck breaker? No. Eh, I thought no. it was all right. No, it was lame as <laughs> shit. And it's not a move you can hit easily. Jason, uh, Adams checked out. Usually, Jason like, unimpressed with Lexus King's finisher. I forgot that I took a picture of the weird, the weird person in the background, and I was going to send it to you, and I forgot that I did that, so I didn't send it to you. Uh, All right. So anyway, um, anything? Okay. So who do you think? Do you think that Mello attacked? The way they played it this week, it sure looks like it, because Mello was like, wait, you didn't see who attacked you? <laughs> and it's because they played it that way that I think he didn't. Because it was so overt this week that... It was ridiculously overt, but if not Mello, then who? That's the interesting Maybe. thing. Was it Lexus King? Divide and Conquer. Why is he involving himself at all? Unless it was to point the finger at Mello. Yeah, this whole... Or, or, or... Oh. It was Blair Mm. Davenport. (laughs) She was attacking everybody, remember? He said, whoop that trick. She took it personally. It would be weird if... It is revealed that it's someone not Lexus King or Carmelo, because then why bring Lexus King into the mix of this? Unless it's Griff Garrison, right. I mean. <laughs> it was Booker T. He just blacked out. It's like PTSD. Um, no, I thought it was good TV, though. I thought Melo and Trick both did a great job. The punch was not great. No. Oh, the, the one where um, 
Lexus King ducked. Yeah, that was yeah. the uh, position. The positioning yeah. was a bit wrong. Yeah. Well, and, and Trick reached mm. way too far to get right to Mello. Like he was never going to land on right. Lexus King with that right. shot. So. But I thought the promo battle was great. Anybody here have any interest in Dragonov versus Corbin? Um, I'm, yeah. I'm sure Adam does. Match. He loves Corbin. How 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 many times is Corbin going to be allowed to fail going for seven the more times? All the times. <laughs> like why? <laughs> why can we not have a better challenge? Because we need to this? do something with Baron Corbin. Why? <laughs> yeah, we do. We need to release him. It's not working. <laughs> it's never worked. It worked for a very brief period of time in NXT, and then it stopped working there. And then we've continued to allow it to not work everywhere else. But then again, Booker T is still on commentary, so. Think about how much content we get just from that, though. <laughs> is there anybody who's failed upwards more than Booker T? I thought you would say Baron Corbin. Every <laughs> job he's had. Every job he's had, he's failed, and then he just gets promoted to another job. No. He was a fucking... Okay, I was going to say, he was a really good fucking wrestler. And... He was a manager, he was bad at that. He was a a trainer. That he was... His school's doing all right, right? He wasn't... The school, I'm talking about... Oh, on on camera. camera. Well, he was a king. That was part of okay. his wrestling gimmick. Well, then you're just talking about his announcing gimmick. On Raw, failed in Raw, went to mm. the pre-show. I think he did an ep- a couple episodes of SmackDown. was awful there. Got Why is a couple episodes? I seem to yeah. remember him telling yeah, Michael Cole that he had a dream. He died. <laughs> then went to NXT. You say failed. failed He's still there. there. <laughs> I know. But his contract's supposed to be Yeah, right. Although it's almost worth keeping him around for the entertainment value that we get from it. <laughs> That's a fair point. Plus, his 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 greatest comp- contribution to the NXT brand might be the whole, uh-huh, during Whoop That Trick. I think that's actually how I agree. over. And I like how now he's, he's completely... Um, I love the gimmick where he doesn't know any of the guys or what's going on around him. It's like, what's your gimmick? Senility. <laughs> like, anyway. When the fuck did we get ice cream? That's, that's Booker T. In a nutshell. Sure. Uh, so no, no interest in Baron Corbin. Never have. Nope. I'm sticking to those guns, and despite what Adam and Troy tell me, I don't care about Baron Corbin. Sorry. Well, they don't care about Von yeah, Wagner. So all even. Um, I don't even necessarily care about Von Wagner. I just don't think it's as bad as Adam says it is. <laughs> I'm like, I wonder eh. if the, the fucking coke spot on NWA was a shot at Sean Ross Sapp. Who's laughing now? I mean, <laughs> Billy Corgan just caught, cost himself a TV deal. I don't think Sean Rassap really fucking gives a shit. Oh, Sean Rassap is fucking untouchable. He's been caught sexually harassing people online, snorting coke on a live broadcast, and he's still fucking... I can do whatever the fuck he wants, basically. People still don't stand for him. 
Um, I got nothing else from NXT. Do you got anything else from NXT? All right. Oh, Wesley being back was cool. Yeah. Uh, Just going right after Dominic, so. Oh, no, I'm sorry. He's got a... Which which was a little bit disappointing because when he left, he was going for the NXT Championship, and it sort of feels like we're just sending his character back. Even more months. so, his, his actual next fight back is called year. next week. So, yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, okay, dynamite. Hmm. Okay, let me let me start with this. I don't give a shit about this whole Bucks and Kenny and Jericho thing, and mm-hmm. it's, it's not a dream match. Even Kenny said we've done this before. I've been told it was. The internet told me this um, was a dream match. It is kind of amazing to me that the whole entire Young Bucks gimmick has ran its course in four years' time. There's nothing left for them to do, and they're not interesting at all. When I were mean, they interesting? A little bit when they were first, when AW first started. Um, I remember when we saw that fucking private party match. That shit was great. Yeah, yeah stop talking about it. Yeah, four years ago. I know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, so... Although I will say this, to everybody that fucking bitches, oh, they do a leader, break it up, they're getting back together, they're breaking up, they're getting back together, they do this shit all the time. Sammy Zayn and Kevin Owens have broken up and gotten back together about 18 true. times, so we probably shouldn't complain about that one. Um, speaking of the Elite, the one member of the Elite that doesn't get talked about enough, Hangman Adam Page. I really enjoy what they're doing with with Swerve, and I thought they took it to a whole nother level last week with that home invasion. Mm-hmm. And, yep. and then perfect, perfectly responded. 100%. Now, we've seen home invasions on wrestling before. It doesn't, it that, doesn't that's, always that's my house, go well. Page. But this one with the crib was creepy as fuck. And he did not, they, they did it with, I think the thing that made it work for me was the subtlety of it. Like, he didn't pick up Paige's kid and hold it. Like, it was just the, I'm looking in the crib. Let your mind yep. do everything else. And I think that's mm-hmm. always a better way to do it. Uh, like you said, uh, Hangman's response this week was perfect. He he put uh, Swerve through a table from the stage with a dead eye. Insane. Yeah, he did the. It was basically like the Willow Nightingale spot, except she actually. Right. Had, he actually. Uh, Swerve versus Penta was fun. I thought that was a really good match. I mean, I mean, as a fan of Lucha Underground, I sort of had nostalgia for it, but. Yeah. Uh, and I still enjoy Prince Nana's dancing. I think it's hilarious. Um, Swerve's probably one of my favorite things about AEW right now. Um, Dude, I've been oh yeah, since fucking Evolve. You you remember? You, I remember you talking about yeah. him in Evolve. I was like, who is this dude? You're like, you have no idea. Um. Yep. I hope he ends up being the first black heavyweight champion in AEW. That's what he should be, but I have doubts. There, oh, he's probably the only one other than Will Hobbs who I can see being that. Will Hobbs. Yeah. And even Will Hobbs, though, it's it's not going to happen under Don Callis. That's for sure. 
He's a member of the family, uh, so. Uh, <laughs> the family. Everybody's got a family on their fucking wrestling show these days. Um, Adam, what did you think of this segment? Whole thing sucked. Uh, MJF versus Daniel Garcia was fine, but I didn't really care. Yeah, it was fine. We knew what was going to happen. It happened. And, and what do you think about this whole uh, keep the belt away from MJF thing that the Bullet Cup Globe is pulling? Oh, it's stupid. Yeah. It's stupid. Here's the thing. I actually find myself I enjoying do too. Bullet Club Globe. Surprise really And I'm not, a, I'm not a Juice Robinson fan. No, I like the guns, and Jay White. I do, and yes. I love the entrance. The entrance is the entrance fantastic. Is really good. And Juice is hilarious in the in the entrance because he just looks like a fucking like the sidekick in a in a, like a fucking a, a movie adaptation of a fucking fairy tale. Like he's <laughs> and he's holding up the cardboard the uh, the cardboard cut yeah. out. Of, yeah, it's, it's good shit. Yeah, um, he's good. And even though it's it's trite, I, obviously the gun stole their their daddy's catchphrase. But I like that it's different. It's not, you know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, <laughs> explain to me why the greatest. Any episode of Dynamite that doesn't have Nick Wayne on it. Mm, that's true. Sure. So, uh, explain to me yeah. why the longest reigning ROH television champion of all time just decided he didn't want to do that anymore. So first off, what Sal's referring to is Samoa Joe had a match with Keith Lee. He choked out Keith Lee and then said he was vacating the title so that he could go after the AEW World Heavyweight Championship. As though he could not go after the AEW World Heavyweight Championship while being the Ring of Honor TV champ. Except the current AEW World Heavyweight Champ is also the current Ring of Honor Tag Team Champ. The logic doesn't logic here. Like, it just doesn't work. This was... Especially when Joe starts his promo by saying, I'm the greatest ROH TV champ of all time. And I'm going to relinquish this title. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> you could have very, very, very easily had Joe have a match with somebody like Jay Lethal. But then Joe goes into this whole title pursuit coming off a loss. That's why I, I understand they didn't want to do that. But put it in a triple yeah, threat. Sure. You, you know could I mean? do it a triple threat. You to... could have Snow Joe get screwed by MJF. Maybe. Yeah. The oh, there you go. And then and then Joe gets all fucking pissed and is like, Max, I'm coming after you because you screwed me. And he thinks it's MDF. That would have worked much better than... By the way, have you heard the thing, the, the whole Doja Cat video where Britt Baker does the devil on the devil thing in the that part of the Doja no, what Cat a... song? Have you heard the speculation that, that that's her, that's the Easter egg that she is the fucking devil? She's the devil? <laughs> yes. And she hasn't been on TV. So that's what people are saying. Some people. <laughs> to which I'm saying, Tony Khan just had a story come out where Jerry Lynn had to defend him by saying, they don't tell the talent what's going on because the talent goes and tells people and it gets out on the internet. But meanwhile, he's going to have Britt Baker literally spoil his biggest storyline on yeah, on a video. Okay, I don't. Um, 
I think that's oh, okay. a reach. I think it's a nice little, you know, Easter egg. But no, I don't think I don't think she's the devil. Um, but who is? Not 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 only that. Are we going to get this reveal at um, okay. Full Gear? So let's play a okay. little bit of a game here. Who do you think the devil is? And who would be the best choice for the devil? Adam, you can play this too, because you're aware of at least what's going on a little bit with the devil character. Not really. You okay, do you want to play? <laughs> I know there I know there is a devil. Right. So who would you I've seen a I've seen a who picture. Who do you think is the devil? I don't know what the fuck they're doing. And who do you want the devil? Who to they're be? interacting oh, with? Oh, they're they're beating up anybody who's feuding with MJF pretty much. So or, or I said in the host thread, I, I I still believe I still believe it's Which Adam would make Cole. Make the most sense. The reason I believe it's Adam Cole is because I don't a I don't buy the injury thing. I think that was done on purpose to write him off TV so that you could have this going on at the same time. The first time the devil appeared, Adam Cole was in the building that night. Ever since then, the devil has been appeared via screen when Adam mm. Cole was away, and not in the arena. I don't think that's by accident. Um, and I think the whole Roddy crew is probably the group that's helping him beat people up. Um, now, for who the ideal scenario is, and I said this in the host thread, if it turned out to be CM Punk, that is your NWO moment for AEW. I think that's the type of angle, the type of story that actually draws ratings, draws viewers, draws eyeballs, and it turns into just, it'll, it'll take on a life of its own. Because it would be the ultimate swerve. From everybody thinking this guy's fired, to him selling it, to it would be Brian Pillman going to ECW. You know what I mean? It would be level. very typical of Punk. Because he's capable of that type of shit. He's done shit like that in the past. Yeah. Remember when he did the indie show in a mask? And nobody even knew about it. He just ran in and then hit a GTS. Yeah. The whole fire mm-hmm. was a storyline. And think of it think of it this way. Now, if Max, because whoever it was took out all of his backup with the Ascension, not the Ascension, ah! the, I'm sorry, the Acclaimed, <laughs> uh, very, very similar characters, uh, because he took out the only people who wouldn't help him with the acclaimed, now he has to go to Samoa Joe for help. Who was the last person CM Samoa Punk Joe? worked with? Hmm. Interesting. Now, I know you said... <clears throat> I don't think it's CM Punk, just for the record. I but don't it would be think amazing if it was. What it's gonna be. And that's coming from me. <laughs> it would be, to me, that's the best possible option. Well, or Vince McMahon. It could be somebody like a Will Ospreay. Not super hyped about that. It's just another guy, to be honest. Um, I know that you had said that Tony will lose all credibility if it was Punk, but I would also I would give Tony a lot of credit to pull that off. To go out there to say yeah, to say that you balls, fired cause... him to go two months without it without right. his drawing power like. Yeah. That fucking be something. Now I don't think I don't think it's punk either. Yeah. But ideally, if I could pick anybody 
to be the devil. Well, who do you think it is first? I think it's Adam Cole. You know who I would prefer to be instead of Adam Cole? Jack Perry? Jack Perry. 100%. That would be it would, so fucking lame. So fucking it lame. It would be... Uh, so fucking lame. <laughs> Why? Why? You want to see Jack Perry versus MJS for the World Heavyweight Championship? I like the idea of those two switching that, roles. When they... That is the lamest possible really? outcome they could have. No, there's so much more lamer than yes. Zach Perry. I think it, I, since no. he's been off TV, I think it no. could work. I don't think it's the best, no. but I think no, it could no, work. No. If it's if if it's if it's Jack Perry, I think AEW is going to lose. What if it's Sammy Guevara? Numbers. I think I think you will have people tune out if it's Jack Perry. I think of it Sammy Guevara. I think so too. I think people. This is one of those things. This is similar. And Tony's already finally reached the point of starting to piss people off with these major announcement things that turn out to be nothing. That would be akin to this. They've built this up now. This is a big. You're saying story, this is the higher a power. Big reveal. Yes, this is a big reveal for them. It has to hit. This is this is like the last big breath they have. This has. Who to would hit. be? Absolutely shocking. Besides Punk, who would be somebody that... And, well, and yeah. Vince. Okay. It's tough, um, though, right? Like, Okada? I was just thinking that, but like... And it would make sense that Okada would come back and immediately go after Jay sure. White. They have a lot of history. The only... It's tough because in that first one, that guy was not the size of Okada. I would say Snitsky, but he's probably back with WWE. Um, we didn't even mention that. That was fucking bizarre. Snitsky's back in WWE? Nobody no. saw that? Really? The Chelsea Green thing? <laughs> really? Jesus Christ, do you guys... Yes! What are you talking about? Which show? Raw? Hold on. It's our fault that Chelsea Green's on every show now? (laughs) Um, See, the problem is there's not too many shocking people left in the wrestling industry. Unless it was Randy fucking Orton. That would be fucking insane. Matt Riddle. Now, that would be interesting. Um, Because I would give... I'd give Tony credit for, for slow playing that and not having Riddle just appear in the first show he could. You know what I mean? Although maybe he can't. Maybe that's how they, they keep him off TV. Oh, my God. Wow. That was on Raw. Wow, look at him. He looks uh, fucking... I d- did not... Holy shit. Are you sure that wasn't a WWE.com exclusive? No, I was on Raw. I missed that. I'll take it word for it. Yeah, I missed that. I must have fast-forwarded through it. So, so Snitsky's back. That's, uh... Well, there you go. That would be the most shocking devil. Snitsky. <laughs> <coughs> no, the baby oh that he dropkicked. All grown up. Coming to get revenge on the industry that tried to kill him. 
I gotta tell you, I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that when they kept going, the guns are facing MJF and MJF needs a partner. I didn't think of Nicholas, but what about it? What if it's Wardlow? Wardlow said you never see it coming. No. And he's got MJF no. in his crosshairs. He's like that. No. I'm gonna get you. Wardlow's not the type of guy that needs to do this whole bullshit, put on a mask, blah, blah, blah. Also, it would have to have been somebody who had access to MJF's locker room. Because we saw the mask hanging so in his locker room a couple weeks ago. So you're before. saying it's Sean Spears. I'm saying it's Adam Cole. <laughs> yeah, but I kind of agree with Troy. If it's Adam Cole, that's kind of boring. Because we've all, we've kind of figured it out. Like... Yeah, but Tony thinks the stands are idiots because most of the time that's how they project themselves on social media. So, um, A, if it's Adam Cole, they're going to be like, oh, he's fucking injured. Oh, my God, what a swerve. When I've been telling you he wasn't injured the whole time. Um, But the other side of it is they're going to tell Tony Khan this is the most amazing thing they've ever seen regardless. So, but I think if it's Jack Perry, I think you lose people. Maybe. And if it's Sammy, probably same thing. Um, if it's a major new person, then maybe you get but away major, with it. There's but not that many major new people. Mm. You're not going to put Goldberg in a mask. No, there isn't. And he's mm. not going to get a good reaction, no. not positive, from the stands if he was the devil. Mm. Um, Riddle would be insane, but uh, just another guy, really, that they've done this. This is what AEW does. They bring in an ex-WWE guy who was a mid-carder there, and... They'll push him to the moon for a month, and then, you know, we, we, we've seen that story before. Um, I would love it. I'm not kidding. I would love it if it was someone I never thought of, but also was, like, a huge deal. There's not many people left in wrestling. Huh? Um... Did you say Arn Anderson? <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I mean, granted, if it was Okada, that would be something, but... I don't know. I don't know if the American... It's Orange Cassidy. It's Orange Cassidy. I wouldn't hate it. <laughs> I would. Well, I mean, if it was if it came along as part of a huge character personality shift, and he became this evil mastermind right. now, he, yeah. He, but if he goes back to pockets with a devil mask, then no. Who is MJF feuded with in this company? It's got to be somebody. Devil it's got to be somebody pants, from his past, right? Back. That's why yeah. Punk's name's coming up. That's why Wardlow's name's coming up. Like, who else is MJF feuded with? That was like deeply personal. He feuded with Moxley. It's not Moxley. There's no fucking way the devil's John Moxley because that's just a waste of time. No. It's, right. And, and it's Moxley not Wardlow because that dude's not the size of Wardlow. I can't... I'm sure there's many people that MJF like ruined their fucking lives. I just can't think of any right now. Eddie Kingston. Uh, <laughs> We are four years to the day that he threw in the towel and cost Cody Rhodes his only chance at the AEW well, World Heavyweight Championship. Okay, that would also be earth-shattering if it was Cody, but for other reasons. <laughs> oh, maybe it's... There we go, maybe it's Dustin. 
Dustin Rhodes. He's come to get revenge for his brother after all these years. Actually, if it's Dustin, no, no. Jason might choke me for putting that out into the universe. <laughs> it should be John Silver. It'd be John Cena. <laughs> By the way... The greatest trick the devil ever else? pulled was convincing the world he'd been fired. Mm-hmm. Did, am I the only one that finds it a little off-putting and uncomfortable that they can't just call C.J. Perry C.J. Perry? She has to be hot and flexible, C.J. <laughs> Perry. It's a little annoying. Well, and sort of demeaning, right? Well, I mean, she's she's marketing herself like that. No, Miro marketing. No, but she's ran like she's ran with it since she uh since she's coming. Uh, I, I don't like it. Um, what did you think of uh, the black and white promo between Hikaru and Tony Storm? <laughs> I've said it before. Tony Storm's doing a shitty gimmick and making it work and doing a great job with it, but it's still a shitty gimmick. That's it. First Tony of all, Storm's I did crack up when she called her Hikaru. <laughs> well, that's what fucking Dasha used to call her when she announced her. Haraku. Hiraku. Hikaru. She. <laughs> oh, we. No. We called her Hiraku. Hikaru. That's right. um, oh, that's because of her fucking lower third that time had the letters mixed up. Um, now, what did she say during this? <laughs> she knows she was like, you happened, and then you happened again. Well, you're not going to happen anymore. <laughs> I laughed. Mm. It was fine. No, Tony's doing a great job sure. with the bad gimmick. Uh. And now we're bringing in somebody else to be a part of this bad game. Who, Luther? Mariah May. Okay. That's what I wanted to talk to you about. Because you were vocal. You were vocal saying that WWE should bring her in. And obviously they have not. She has signed a deal with AEW. How do you feel? I'm excited that I get to see this girl on my TV. I'm fine because the news is that WWE is close to signing. Really? See, it's interesting you bring that up because I was just... Watching this match with Julia Hart, and I was thinking, wow, and, and she has gotten better. I can see her in NXT. No, 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 no. Not Julia Hart, Julia from Stardom. Oh, eh. <laughs> She's better than Mariah May. For works or for looks? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For that that I agree with. Yeah, she, she's very... But I think well, she's, she's also pretty Mariah high. May level. Well, no, but... Well, before she had her head shaved. Um, no, Mariah May is next level. She's she's on that scarlet pro- projection. Um, but I'm glad I get to see her on my TV every week, so... Absolutely. But yeah, it is weird that she got brought so in with a, a Tony Storm fangirl gimmick. Yeah, we'll see. AEW doesn't do anything original. Might as well steal another <laughs> thing from two trees. They've already done I was, she's a I was just going to say, she's Mickey James. Pretty yeah, much. she's Mickey James. <clears throat> or Bailey. Bailey was not a stalker. She was just a fangirl. Back in the original, when she first showed up at NXT with that gimmick, go back and watch. It's just like Roxanne Perez. <laughs> hmm. All right, enough talk about AEW, although they've, they've pretty much uh, solidified their card for full gear, which is not... This Saturday, but it is next Saturday, which means next week we get to do full gear predictions. 
Uh, um, before we get too far down that road, Adam, do you think... Salvin. Do you think CM Punk shows up at Survivor Series? I mean, there's always a chance. Okay. The question was, do you think it happens, yes or no? On the spot. No. No? Okay. Given their history, despite how many rumors have been going around, it would be shocking for me to see him return to the WWE. Not for anything business-related or because I can't see them bringing him back, but just in general, I never thought that dude was coming back to WWE, even before the AEW run. So if he showed up on a a fucking Survivor Series in Chicago, wow. I would be pretty fucking shocked. He's going to come back to main event night one of a buy one, get one free extravaganza. Oh, and that's the other thing. The fucking stands would be crying their eyes out and shitting all over him within ten minutes. To be fair, a year year and a half ago, I never thought that uh, the idea of seeing a CM Punk return would put the thought of, oh, great, this guy in my head. So, you know. It'd be great for business for that night. I don't know, long term, but... I mean, obviously, there's significantly less freedom there. Him and Paul didn't get along very well when they were there, so he doesn't have that cushion of Vince sort of protecting Mm -hmm. him like he did before. Mm -hmm. So he would definitely have to walk the straight and narrow. I don't think it would be a long-term relationship. I think he would find a way to fuck it up very Um, quickly. What? No. I think they would bring him in for a long term. I can see this being uh, a stint until Mania. And then maybe they revisit it after. And I think if they brought Punk back, oh what? fuck me. Okay. You know who? who the devil could be? Sting. <laughs> no. No. Dolph Ziggler. I believe you mean Durf Ziggler. Uh, okay. So for everything you hyped about, for everything Nick you hyped Dorf about the uh, the reveal, that to me would be very underwhelming. It would be to me too, but I think Tony believes the stance are way into Ziggler, and it would be. Randy Orton would be shocking. Nick Namath, not so much. Yes. No, no, I, I, I don't, I don't doubt that there is a possibility. I just don't think it, it has a, an impact. <laughs> Speaking of which, what, what if he it was like Josh Alexander or something like that? Right. Well, it's not going to be Randy Orton either, but I'm just saying, like, what if? Frankie Kazarian would be, It'd be fun. If you to take someone from Impact. Because he would have a reason to want to take down AJ Styles. <laughs> be a good one. It's not going to be him, but it would be a good one. What the fuck is he? He got attacked by Solo and that one time. And we never saw him again. Yeah. Yeah, he got I assume he's gonna be Roman's Royal Rumble opponent. But he got deaded and carted off in an ambulance and he gone. Right, is that where we're closing the book this week, folks? Thanks so. Alright, good because it's one AM. Sal. Always a pleasure. Yeah. 
Always a pleasure, sir. Great, great to talk with you guys this week. Welcome back, Jason. We'll talk to you again in seven months. <laughs> Thanks. Nice to be back for a night. Send us home. I guess that means we will run your ass down next time. Bye. Tell me you did not just say that. They're going to give Ric Flair another world title run, aren't they? He's going to win the AEW World Championship. (laughs) 